0: I am
1: Yuri Mukherama.
2: time. I'm, I have the privilege of doing this live broadcast from DC, the capital. I'm up here with my dude, my dude, New Energy. Yeah, I'm up here with New Energy. We are here. We are in the building. You see them on IG. Absolutely. We up here in DC having a great time and uh, the build is real and so I'm ecstatic about that. I'm ecstatic about life right now, how things are going, how things are moving for us as a group. There are shifts going on and uh, taking advantage of those shifts. But before we get to all of that, before we get to the topic tonight, want to make sure that everybody new who's joining, make sure that you uh, are tapped in to OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. That's www.OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. Also, make sure that you are subscribed to w www.otwtube.com that's www.otwtube.com make sure that you are subscribed to my pages over there your Rima Karama and your car brand over on otwtube.com also make sure that you are subscribed to um my webpage, www.yurimakarama.com, as well as our Unity Walk organization at www.theunitywalk.com. We have our National Unity Walk event. That's this month. We'll be in the home of Black Wall Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. So, uh, we are looking forward to that. Uh, I'm ecstatic for the DC family, uh, particularly, uh, you know, I, I think, uh, uh, I don't, it's, it's not celebrity status. But it seems like everywhere I go, somebody's recognizing you, Rima Karama. So we want to shout out uh, Shannon uh, tonight going into Busboys and Poets. And uh, you pulled up like, oh, my God, it's Rima Karama. Oh my! And I'm just like, I, my heart is just filled with joy. Thank you, Empress. Uh, and thank you for the love that was shown. Uh, and as well as the rest of the D.C. family, uh, Black World's probably see you tomorrow, family. Uh, there's some family members that we will see while we're up here, so I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the build. So, <clears throat> tonight's topic is, uh, um, it's, it's one we kind of started in a room the other night and I want to get back to it uh, because literally the uh, pharmaceutical industry has made human lab rats out of many people. And I think that the history uh, of this diabolical system that they have set in place um is 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 diabolical in nature it's nefarious and it really has our people messed up health is so important when we say health is wealth that's exactly that's exactly what the fuck we mean health is wealth because once they diagnose and the thing is these psychiatrists the problem is is that these psychiatrists are just diagnosing Anybody. They can say you have. You can do this. They can say, "Oh, you suffer from depression." Boom, they give you a drug. Oh, you suffer from sadness. Boom, they give you a drug. Oh my God, you suffer from you're you're sweating too much. They give you a drug. Oh my goodness, you have a, a ingrown toenail. You're gonna need a psychotropic drug for that. Yeah, like they they got so many so so many of these, and what you'll come to find out also is that they have actually done tests on people who were healthy put them on psychotropic drugs and these drugs have made these people commit acts of suicide. So uh, <clears throat> we have to be very cognizant because right now we have a nation. We have a nation that consumes 65% of the damn pharmaceutical drugs on the planet. Yes, yes, the US, one sixth of the world population. Think about that, people, one-sixth of the world population consumes 65% of the pharmaceutical drugs on the planet. Those are people looking for an escape, family. Those are people looking for an escape. Those are people that have been lied to about diagnosis, but, but more importantly, those are people who are, that's the drug, that's the drug. Boys out here on the corner slinging a little rock cocaine and a little heroin. Not saying that we need that shit in our community because we don't. But let me tell you something. They ain't got nothing on them pharmaceutical boys. They ain't got nothing. Let's let's well let's listen for a minute.
3: Have you been diagnosed with depression and struggle with sadness? Maybe you're scared of being criticized. Loss of interest, aches and pain, always thinking something terrible. Ask your that. doctor about erectile. Ask
4: your doctor about Cymbalta. Talk to
1: your doctor about zoloft.
4: Talk to your healthcare
1: professional. your doctor oh, today. to your doctor. Tell your doctor. Contact your doctor immediately. Talk with your
5: doctor.
4: <laughs>
1: Over 40 years ago,
5: leading psychiatrists met in Puerto Rico to map out their vision of the future.
6: We see a developing potential for nearly a total control
7: of human emotional status, mental functioning, and will to act.
5: Their plan? To create by the year 2000 a range of psychiatric drugs regulating every aspect of human behavior.
8: I was uh, diagnosed with uh, depression and put on Paxil. ADD, and I was prescribed
9: Ritalin.
0: General Anxiety Disorder. Prescribed Zoloft.
9: Bipolar Disorder, and I take Lithium. Prytis, Zoloft. I was on Paxil. Paxil.
0: And they placed me
8: on
9: Zoloft. They gave me Adderall. I was prescribed Siftamil. Tegretol. Lexapro. Debopo. Stelazine. Adderall. Concerta. Thorazine. Prozac packs of
10: Prozac Adderall Elevill Depakot Rebutrin Seroquel etc. etc.
5: 100 million people worldwide are on psychiatric drug
2: Yes, Brie around. I'm still here.
5: <laughs> How did this happen? Psychiatrists convinced them they were sick.
7: They want you to think you're diseased from birth. And that all those experiences of life, childhood and adolescence and teenage years and adulthood, being a senior citizen, that these are all various stages of disease.
3: Because let's face it, we've all been depressed at one time, we've all been anxious at one time. These are normal emotions that we feel. Every emotional
8: and spiritual problem is reduced to a label and of course all of those diseases require pharmaceutical
11: treatments this is big big
8: business while generating
5: a healthy income claiming to be medical professionals psychiatrists will freely confess that their profession is devoid of science we don't
1: really have any specific blood tests or other tests that are definitive for any mental illness whatsoever. It would be needed if it would become much more scientific. Well,
9: If you go to my office and you tell me that you're depressed, there's nothing and no blood sample or whatever, no tests. There are not uh, current available tests uh, to verify your diagnosis. I don't use any tests.
5: You do not have a test to say, well, this is this disorder and this is the best medication for this disorder. For many years, we thought we had the tests nailed down, but
4: it turned out that we weren't any value. if you don't know what's causing the symptoms then to give somebody something to alleviate the symptoms is close to impossible by the time a drug's approved and it hits the general population we don't know even 50 percent
3: of side effects that are involved with that
10: drug and these pills cause heart attacks and liver problems and immune system problems and lots of other medical problems so you're playing
5: with fire Every day, psychotropic drugs cause serious adverse reactions. And while psychiatrists and drug companies fully understand the dangers of the drugs they sell, their unsuspecting customers are left to suffer the consequences. Everything became worse. Every, uh, you know, each each mood swing was worse. He
12: would have chronic headaches, chronic, you know, nausea, not feeling good. She was very agitated. Um, very very jumpy she was having horrible hallucinations her personality was
0: um
4: disintegrating
0: once he started on that drug he just the cloud just stayed over him and stayed over him and stayed over him it got darker and darker he thought there wasn't anything worth living to kill himself that was not Matthew that was the drugs
10: at least I would like to have said I love you I didn't get a chance to do that In addition to
5: crippling scores of people daily, every month, psychiatric drugs kill an estimated 3,000. But the human devastation would never have gotten this high if psychiatrists hadn't worked hand-in-hand with drug companies to promote their drugs to doctors throughout the world. Today, 70% of all psychiatric drugs are prescribed by general physicians.
3: And how is this accomplished? Marketing. It's about creating a good story that uses science, that convinces a physician, think about writing a prescription. This is not science. This is incredibly effective marketing. It has nothing to do with science.
8: They use what I call statistical contortionism, basically just skew the numbers, make everything look fantastic. You hide the bad numbers.
10: They're learning every trick in the book. They're evolving into efficient marketing machines. And it's working. There's definitely an unholy alliance between psychiatry
4: and pharmaceutical sales. That's a marriage made in heaven. They're like conjoined twins. They're
0: joined at the Wallet.
5: And with 374 mental disorders filling psychiatry's diagnostic manual and more on the way, business is booming. Pharmaceutical companies have expanded their roster of psychotropic drugs from 44 in 1966 to 174 today. The top five psychotropic drugs combined gross more money than the gross national product of each of over half the country on earth altogether the psychiatric industry rakes in a third of a trillion dollars a year how could this have happened it's a tale of deception that may be difficult to believe but fatal to
2: ignore no it's really not difficult to believe um when you really think about it and take a look at this shit it shouldn't be difficult at all to believe We just saw them have a fire in the goddamn Gulf, in the ocean. There's a fire. The diabolical nature of these people where they could create a fire in the ocean. So this is not hard for us to believe, especially when we overstand medical apartheid and how they experimented on us. Now you get a chance to see how they experiment on everybody. Let's continue. It's not hard to believe. Wake up call.
1: ADHD, and here's your drug. And on the Medicaid, and five minutes later,
4: he was on Zypexa.
12: He saw the psychiatrist who prescribed the medicine
4: for 20
9: minutes. The guy didn't even look at her. He talked to her a little bit. Now, how can you tell if somebody's ADHD or not ADHD from just a few minutes talking to her?
12: Next thing I know, I'm getting handed uh, a handful of Xanax. That's how easy it is to get these drugs. Just so easy. It's just passed to me like candy. That's simple.
1: If a person were to walk in off the street, sit down with a psychiatrist, the chances of him being prescribed a drug before he were to leave the
9: office, I would have to put it at 100%. Psychiatrists prescribe drugs. They might have different ways of diagnosing, they might have different ways of interacting with a patient, but it's rare to find a psychiatrist that uses no drugs.
4: The
1: psychiatrists today are, in quotes, admitting they can't cure These
8: mental illnesses, and they're therefore going to manage your illness by using a drug 50 years ago a person who was going through a divorce would have relied on family friends a clergy and even the family doctor to a certain extent for conversation to work through the issue they certainly wouldn't have been medicated
5: that was before the era of psychotropic drugs psychiatrists occupying the lowest rung of the medical profession worked almost exclusively in mental institutions with no cures there was little chance they would ever be respected by the public and their peers
9: as real doctors. Psychiatrists had for years been on the fringe of medicine. Typically, the Standard doctor internist would have very low regard for psychiatrists because it was understood not to be a very clear uh, science or art. Psychiatrists wanted to be viewed as physicians, as doctors. And in order to be viewed as physicians and
5: doctors, the people they dealt with had to be viewed as patients. And if doctors dealt with diseases, then their patients had to be diseased.
4: Psychiatrists had a wonderful opportunity, they felt, to become respected in the eyes of their peers. They raced to create a whole diagnostic book called the DSM, the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual, which was created by consensus.
9: A group of
5: psychologists and psychiatrists get together, and if they have made common observations, up, they have a vote and they now classify a new disease. And they give it a number and it
1: graduates into the DSM classification. And it's a dangerous book. It's a book that has many disorders that could apply to any one of us because the disorders are not real medical diseases. And it's things that apply to nearly all of us at times. Are you afraid of meeting new people? Are you afraid to speak in front of a large crowd of people? Uh, Does it make you nervous to go and to talk to your boss about a complaint?
12: You can invent a mental disorder based on a checklist of symptoms, and that is exactly how the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual, the Billing Bible for Psychiatry, works. Since the DSM's
5: first edition in 1952, wow. the number of diagnoses has steadily grown. This was grown in the DSM From a slender 130-page to... booklet yeah, listing 106 that. so-called mental disorders, the DSM has bloated to a voluminous 886 pages. It is only through the use of this book that psychiatrists can diagnose, drug, and bill for services. In fact, the psychiatric industry currently uses the DSM to collect over $72 billion in private and government insurance money.
1: The DSM is used to diagnose and then give a label. And the label is used for billing purposes. That's how they get paid. You have to have a term in the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual
5: in order to then call it a disease and...
1: Treat it as a disease and write a prescription for it.
4: And so because they can vote it in, they can create. And then the drug industry can just take over and market their drugs for those new disorders. And those drugs were welcomed by psychiatry leaders because it made us real doctors.
12: Of course, first the public had to believe that there was something wrong with them and that that thing wrong was biochemical and that that could then be treated by a drug which was supposed to cure all.
1: And so it was relatively easy, I think, to say, well, look, let's start looking at mental illness as fundamentally
9: um, a matter of chemical imbalance. In the brain chemical imbalance is a term that's used as a marketing ploy as opposed to anything that there's scientific evidence to support nobody has yet
1: measured demonstrated or created a test to show that somebody
10: has a chemical imbalance in their brain wow how do you market a drug that restores the chemical balance a chemical imbalance. How can you do that in good conscience if you don't even know what one is? The whole myth of the
4: chemical imbalance was created to sell drugs.
5: And while psychiatrists and drug companies have used this myth to make billions moving vast quantities of psychotropic drugs into the bodies of unsuspecting consumers, the public has paid the ultimate price. An estimated half of all Americans who commit suicide are on psychotropic drugs. Annually, psychotropic drugs are estimated to kill more than two and a half times more people than are killed by homicide. And who is it? entrusted with protecting the public against these dangerous psychotropic drugs? In the United States, it is the Food and Drug Administration, FDA, whose psychiatric drug advisory panels are dominated by psychiatrists who shuttle between the drug industry, academia, private practice, and government.
2: But wait, hold up. Hold up. Wait a minute, stop. They said... Double people were killed because of these drugs, double the number of homicide. So wait, hold up. Why aren't these guys going to prison? Cause Tariq and Tyrone, they doing life sentences. My guy Big O, Haitian hey O, he's doing life right now. His his outdate reads death. He didn't kill anybody. There's not one body on his on his on his case. There was no funerals, funeral arrangements, none of that, because nobody died. But Negro Pians and Coons and bootlickers and and these fake politricksters who call themselves the Congressional Coon Caucus. They have no problem with slave patrols coming through and totally humiliating the black community, putting the black community under siege talking about the war on drugs, talking about how we have to get these thugs off the street. Yeah, Black Coon Caucus says that. But wait, wait, why aren't the real drug pushers going to prison? Why aren't the real, the real people who are out here moving, moving, they're not moving kilos. They're moving tons upon ton, upon ton, upon ton of pharmaceuticals across the world. Why aren't they going to jail? How many family members have been lost? How many family members have have had to come home to or go to work or see one of their loved ones commit suicide because they were on some psychotropic drug? That the drug dealer made billions of dollars for and will never see a day in prison. Hmm. Yeah, I tell you, we like going hard on one another, but uh, yeah, we know who the real drug dealers in the world are,
1: so-called revolving door. The revolving door at FDA is one of the primary reasons why the system that we have works so poorly. That revolving door is a direct result of the fact that a group of people with the same mindset are put into positions of being regulators and in the
9: position of being formulators and sellers and marketers. The panels that are formed by the FDA to evaluate these drugs, the psychiatrists who are on those panels, almost all of them have conflicts of interest where they have directly or indirectly received funding from the very industry and the very parties within the industry whose drugs they are evaluating. So there's this this tight little relationship between
1: psychiatry, pharmaceutical industry and FDA where they each mutually support each other and yet
5: the mental health of the population does not improve. Take, for example, the FDA drug evaluation panel that approved the antidepressant Paxil. Every psychiatrist on that panel has financial ties to the pharmaceutical industry. And these conflicts of interest have been rampant enough
9: to prompt congressional investigation. When I check these advisory committees who make recommendations to the FDA, and they're always approved, always approved after the advisory committee, I found that there were conflicts of interest. I found that many of the people on the advisory committees had never filed a proper report on stocks and bonds that they owned uh, that that might uh, be viewed as a conflict of interest, and they're by law supposed to do that.
5: And this network of financial conflict of interest between psychiatry, the drug industry, and the FDA became even more entrenched in 1992 after passage of the Prescription Drug User Fee Act, also known as PDUFA. Through this bill, the FDA would be paid a fee of $100,000 per drug to ensure that psychotropic medications would be rushed through the approval process and into the hands of
1: prescribers faster than ever. Congress told the FDA, your job is
9: no longer to make sure drugs are squeaky clean safe before they get out on the market. Your job now is to hurry up and get new drugs on the market faster. It
12: acted to set the priorities of the FDA. So that if there was a fee paid for a particular drug approval, it could be put on the fast track and rushed to market with less than the usual scrutiny that the FDA would give it.
5: And this fast track has traded safety for sales. Since the passage of Padufa, time spent on drug evaluation plunged from almost two years in 1992 to only six months, four years later. Meanwhile, the number of new drugs released to the public doubled. Though fast-tracking is disastrous for public safety, it reaps huge profits for psychiatry and the drug industry. Because the sooner a drug is approved, the sooner it makes money. And the money is big. Every day, the average psychotropic drug grosses over $7.7 million.
1: Every One day. Drug,
5: Zyprexa rakes in almost $12 million daily. And even though FDA now charges over $1 million per new drug application, the pharmaceutical fast track shows no signs of slowing.
12: If you look at the relationship between the FDA the pharmaceutical industry and the psychiatrist there's some kind of game if they're playing there and what is the game well you could say it's money definitely money
9: and when you follow the money you realize that there is no money in health There's big money in disease. That's why all you hear about is managing disease or treating disease. You don't really talk about curing disease. And so psychiatrists have become mainstream doctors in America. And that is because of the pharmaceutical industry. They can thank the pharmaceutical industry because they become mainstream and because they have a lot more money than they used to. And the drug industry can thank them because now they have thousands of soldiers in their army distributing these drugs to everybody. From the smallest infant to the oldest senior citizen, no one is immune from any
5: of the hundreds of fictitious disorders invented by psychiatrists that fuel a multi-billion dollar psychotropic drug industry. And every day, psychiatrists are casting their nets ever wider. And all it takes? Another psychiatric label.
4: People, do you know who have been diagnosed with a mental disorder? With
9: a mental disorder? Um. Um, two. I'm sure a couple. I know a few. Yeah, three full four personally. Probably four. Half a dozen? i will
10: say about nine. At least a dozen. I'll bet I could count 15. 20?
9: But I personally know. My uh, oldest son is diagnosed. And my mother was diagnosed. A kid from my, my childhood. Friend, next Just my grandfather and cousins. A friend of mine, friends. My sister. And my neighbors. Two friends. A girlfriend. At least one friend.
8: My and mother. All my friends, everybody I
9: know,
2: every damn friend you got has a mental
9: disorder. Mental illness is all
5: around us. Where is this coming from? Psychiatrists whose diagnostic and statistical manual can label anyone walking the earth today as
8: mentally ill psychiatrists i believe they look at every human being and they divide humans into two classes clients and potential clients.
12: We see this no more uh, prevalent in any field than in the field of the mental disorders where one disease after another is invented and then popularized and the public is made to worry about it. It's a disease mongering it's the selling of sickness you know sometimes it's a, it's a drug in search of a market
4: and it's given public awareness to minor conditions with the ultimate goal is to sell more medications. It's not caring for people.
8: When you run out of symptoms, you don't have any more clientele to market to. So you have to invent diseases. And with psychiatric medications,
3: you can invent diseases all day long. Look at human variation. Everyday things like shyness, um, sadness, or even situational depressions um, like
9: grieving, postpartum depression, they all become studied and prescriptions start to get written for these drugs. Before these drugs were introduced in the market, people who had these conditions would not have been given any drug at all. And so it is the branding of a disease, and it is the branding of a drug for the treatment of a disease that did not exist before the industry made the disease. Case in point, shyness, a common life
5: situation, voted by psychiatrists into their diagnostic and statistical
3: manual under the name Social Anxiety Disorder. You know, people are nervous. Well, they come up with, say, um, social anxiety disorder.
9: S-A-D, they'll call it SAD. And the connotation is that everybody ought to be happy and that here's a drug that can make you happy. Uh, So that a common occurrence, which is every now and again everybody's sad, we ought to be treating with a drug. Well, then they'll get this PR firm to um, drum up...
3: Business for this. They'll put out all these studies that find, you know, there's so many people afflicted with this SAD, you know, and they'll start putting it in magazines. They'll start putting it on TV. They'll start a patient advocacy group that say, you know, that we're all affected by this. And, and then they'll come out with, Paxil works for this. So they go to the FDA and they said, well, we ran this study and this works for this new invented disorder. And that is SAD, social anxiety disorder. And millions of people suffer from it and it's purely fictional. It's it's a normal human emotion that everybody experiences at certain times or another,
0: but they make it into a disease. Paxil, once it got approved by the FDA as the first antidepressant to be used for social anxiety, it took off huge and um, it just moved from number three in the market amongst its peer drugs to number one in the market. Social anxiety
5: disorder is just one of many made up psychiatric disorders, fueling the boom in psychotropic drug prescription.
0: Psychiatrists work to promote what the latest disease is going to be. These days, bipolar is getting that same type of promotion.
9: Everybody's being educated about their bipolar illness. When in fact, we know having emotional ups and downs is distinctly human. Now bipolar is thrown around
7: like water. You've got
5: bipolar, I have bipolar. I'm up today, I'm I'm manic. If I go
1: home tonight and I'm depressed because I'm tired, I'm, that shows I have bipolar disease. It's a lot of
10: hokum. Have you ever worried um, with seeing all the increased media on it
0: that you might have a mental disorder? Yes. And which one is that? I was said bipolar. You know, they talk
13: about bipolar a
7: lot. Bipolar. I've known a lot of bipolar.
13: Two friends from, from
9: uh, both of them were like
13: diagnosed with bipolar.
9: Um, My neighbor, she was bipolar. I was diagnosed with bipolar.
13: My mother had bipolar.
9: He was actually bipolar. Schizophrenic bipolar. Bipolar and obsessive compulsive.
10: Bipolar and ADHD.
9: Bipolar
7: disorder. Bipolar, yeah. Bipolar situation. Bipolar. 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 Bipolar.
9: There's three personality disorders. And then the most recent... Is bipolar. And that's just been in the past year.
7: Spearheading
5: the popularizing of bipolar disorder, especially in children, is psychiatrist Dr. Joseph Biederman a paid speaker, advisor, and researcher
3: for 25 different drug companies. In 1996, the drug companies funneled all this money to this Dr. Biederman. he's well-known. He's the one that came up and said that there's bipolar disorder in little kids. This was unheard of. There was no bipolar disorder in any kids. He came up with the study and published the articles all all over the world, and other doctors followed his lead, that bipolar is in little kids. Due to the constant promotion by
5: Dr. Biederman and his colleagues, there has been a 4,000% increase of the diagnosis of bipolar in children since 1994, while the number of antipsychotics prescribed to them has leaped fivefold to an estimated 2.5 million prescriptions. In 2008, Dr. Biederman was exposed by a Senate investigation for failing to report $1.6 million in personal income. from pharmaceutical companies. But the damage had been done. Because of the bipolar fad created by Dr. Biederman, antipsychotics, some of the most powerful psychotropic drugs being prescribed, are psychiatry's drug of choice. The top three best-selling antipsychotics together grows $25,000 every minute. And no matter how big the psychotropic drug industry gets, psychiatrists are hard at work providing the diagnoses to make it even bigger
12: let's say this is the pie right here of the um of a certain class of medications and this is a pretty profitable pie and everybody wants a piece of that pie um but what would happen if we made that pie even bigger and how you make the pie even bigger is by expanding the uses for those
8: drugs they've already got a drug that's approved on the shelf they can just pull it off the shelf rename it repackage it and say look we've got it." A new drug for a new illness. When Prozac's patent ran out, that Eli Lilly had to look for a new source of profits. So all they did was change the name of the drug from Prozac to Seraphim, changed the color of the pill from green to pink, and marketed it for PMDD, which is newly introduced into this book.
10: What it tells us is that if you can come up with a label, a diagnostic label, for a drug, then you can sell it like hotcakes. It's a business model, and it's a billion dollar
8: business model, and it works, and it's gonna keep continuing. Today,
5: anyone may unknowingly be taking a psychiatric drug, renamed, repackaged, and prescribed for non-psychiatric purposes. Zyban, prescribed as a cure for smoking, is actually the antidepressant Wellbutrin. Zimbalta, a psychiatric drug for depression and anxiety, is now being marketed as yendrive for urinary incontinence. Psychiatric researchers are testing psychotropic drugs on such wildly varying conditions as obesity, alcoholism, gambling, hot flashes, herpes, nausea, itching, shivering, and excessive hair pulling. It is a pill for every ill. And practically no one is being told how dangerous psychiatric drugs are
8: as a chemist I'm making these drugs they're proving deadly in our labs and they're proving deadly in other labs dangerous ineffective causing the exact same thing they're supposed to treat how are they selling them
4: for anyone who's given a label of a psychotic illness drugs seem to be
8: the automatic choice of treatments as was follows day. That's all psychiatry does. It's dominated by psychopharmacologists who do nothing but manage symptoms by dispensing pills. That's it. And they don't work. But the fact that they don't work works to the advantage of the drunk companies and the psychiatrists, which means that you're not cured, which means that you're a patient for life, you're a customer, you're a client for life.
7: And the worse your health gets, the more drugs you need. It's... It's a great deal for them. We should all be up in arms about the way we're being treated by psychiatry today. It's a very dangerous industry that has gone so far overboard in inventing fictitious diseases and drugging our children and our population that I consider it to be engaged in crimes against humanity. With over
5: 80 billion... Dollars a year in psychiatric drug money at stake, it is impossible to escape the saturation of psychiatric disease mongering in today's society. But behind the marketing lurks a secret psychiatry's customers would be shocked to learn. How are these drugs tested? And are they safe?
2: Yeah, so Uh, And one thing I don't want to, I don't want to, because I I talked to somebody today about this. I knew I was going to do this stream tonight, and I don't want to be insensitive to anybody because I know that there is a lot of people. Again, one-sixth of the world population, the United Snakes of America, yes, they are snakes. But one sixth of the world population, we are, and this one sixth of the world population consumes about sixty-five percent of the pharmaceutical drugs on the on the uh, on the market. It's another interesting fact that we're one sixth of the world population, but one sixth of that world population. Just just think about this, family. Think about these numbers. One sixth. Uh, well, first of all, uh, Afro Latina peace. I see you. And Heru Amun Neteru, Peace God, I see you as well. Uh, But just think about this one sixth, one sixth of the world population, the United Snakes. This population consumes 65% of the pharmaceutical drugs on the planet. One sixth of the world population of the United Snakes. Yes, this population consumes 80% of the fucking illegal drugs in the world. 80%. 80%. So one-sixth of the world's population is consuming fucking 65% of the pharmaceutical drugs, and one-sixth of the world population is consuming 80% of the illegal drugs. God damn, who the fuck is sober? <laughs> who, who the fuck is sober out here? Who, who's got their right minds and clear minds and I don't want to be insensitive because like a like a lady told me today she said you know what Eureba this shit is facts but there are some of us who are now caught in a rock and a hard place because we are actually ill what the fuck do we do like some of these drugs actually do do something for us and if we didn't have them now after the fact if we didn't have them now, we would be screwed. So either way, we're caught. The, those of us who are sick are caught in a catch-22. I'm thinking to myself, I don't wanna be insensitive, but I'm also thinking to myself, I'm goddamn, thank the ancestors I'm not sick because this is, this is crazy. Did you just hear these numbers? And the fact that they're just changing the drugs. And I've, I've, actually, I've actually seen that happen. I've actually seen that happen in real time where they had the name of they had a particular drug and changed the name and it was the same shit. The same shit. Now this next part I think they're gonna talk about some of the suicides that <clears throat> but but be, be, before we get to that that portion, um I, I just think it's absolute insanity. Um when we talk about the design plan and when you heard that. We can't negate. And and what. what, So first of all, before I lose this train of thought, this is how the system of white racism works. It's 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 very interesting. It's very interesting because they don't they don't miss not even their own. So they send this Dr. Beater out to do dirt to talk all these people into this shit. To, to go on speaking engagements and talk up these big, these, these, these psychotropic drugs to get people uh, uh, hooked to kill some people because all of that goes with it. We're trying to get you hooked. We're going to kill some people. Hey, if we can get your children on this shit, too, then we can make this generational. He goes out and does that. But then Uncle Sam says, "Yep, yeah, Dr. Beater, thanks for doing a great job. But uh yeah, we you missed some of that money that you were supposed to report to us. So, yeah, we're going to have to blast your ass now. But thanks. So they'll cut throat their own. They sent them out on the mission. And then Uncle Sam says, ah, you tried to hide some money from me, Dr. Beater. So that's just they're, they're demons, man. Demonic spirits, they'll eat one another. So imagine what they'll do to gods and goddesses. Yeah, they'll eat one another real quick. So I just wanted to make sure I got that point in while it was still on my mind. But when we look at the design plan, putting the pharmaceutical market in the position that it's in right now, using psychiatrists to do it, and now the medical field to do it. So they're pushing drugs on people. I've said it before that doctors in the medical field is now the new system that people must go through. Now that new system, which is why it's so important that you eat healthy, which is why it's so important that you eat from the earth so so very important that you don't get on G- on on Bill Gates landmass where it's all going to be pesticides and and GMOs and all of that so so important to take care of health because once you have to go into once you have to go through the medical facilities the medical department you're screwed so they've planned all of this out strictly to make money using people as human fucking lab rats strictly to make money and what did they, what did a few of the of the of the people up here say what did a few of the commentators say they said it's not even real they're coming up with terms that's not even real well damn didn't we just go through something called a pandemic? coming up with things that's not even real. Some people took the jab and now they're having regrets about it. Talking about, oh man, I should, I'm starting to feel a certain way. Man, I should, I'm start. man, I should have listened. You can't take it back. You can't take it back. You let these people fear you into shooting something in your body that you didn't even question. You can't take it back is the same thing with the pharmaceuticals. They have literally created a nation of fucking sick people, a nation of drug-induced people. A person says they're shy? And now that's social anxiety disorder? <laughs> I mean, come on, what the hell? I mean, the, the, the insanity of this. Yeah, I'm going to need you to go and I'm going to need you to go up and speak in front of this crowd of 1,000 people. Oh my God. Oh. Up there, he's gonna have to give you some Paxo for that. That's social anxiety disorder. What? These people need their heads blown off, man. I'm just gonna be honest. They need their fucking heads blown off. This shit is disgusting, man. They didn't create, look. One-sixth of the world fucking population consuming 65% of the pharmaceutical drugs on the planet and one-sixth of the world population consuming 80% of the fucking illegal drugs on the planet. And motherfuckers got the nerve to wonder why China's taking over. <laughs> you know what Mao tongue? you know what Mao Zedong, when they shut the when they shut China down, you know what he did? because you, you know why they, one of the reasons there was a war going on and, and Mao Tung, let, let's get this straight. Mao Tung wasn't the good guy. <laughs> it's a cold flip how they did it. Mao Tung wasn't the good guy, but he did have a plan. The guy who actually lost, and I can't remember his name. I wish Brother John was on the feed with us because he Brother John always gets it right. I always chop up the guy's name. But the other guy, he was actually the good guy. And the CIA, because, and this is why it's so important this is why it's so important that we as melanated people in, 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 in fucking wealth said it the other night. He said it the other night and it made all the sense in the world. You gotta get money. You gotta have some money. Who's gonna fucking buy Who's gonna buy the bullets? <laughs> who's gonna buy the bullets for the gun? So, so, but both sides were being, both sides were being given weapons by the CIA. The CIA decided that they wanted Mao Zedong to win. So what did they do? They gave the other side fake uh, 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 empty cartridges. (gasps) Nothing. That's how the other side lost. Mao Zedong gets into power, shuts the borders down, shuts China down. Let's shut this shit down. Kick all you Europeans up out of here. There was an opioid epidemic taking place. He said, y'all got a year to get straight. And then I got something for you after that year. It was kind of, he kind of, he kind of had the philosophy that Malcolm had. You remember when Malcolm said, if you have a dog in the community with rabies, you must lay it down, lest it bite other people and infect the whole community with rabies. He kind of had that mentality. So he knew that, okay, if you're in a drug-induced state, if you have, if you have an opioid epidemic, that potentially could be contagious and you could take that shit out to the rest of society. And so because we're trying to clean this shit up, uh, what we're going to have to do is, uh, You're going to have to get off of that. Uh, And if you don't, I'm going to give you a year to get your shit straight. And I I mean, I hate to be the bear of bad news, but if you don't, I got something for you. Yeah, I got something for you. It's called recycling you back through this fucking life because I'm going to lay you down. It was necessary. Now, you might think that that's harsh until you look at today. China's a world power. They're buying up ports in the Caribbean. They're buying up ports in Kebulon. They're buying up land in the Midwest, in the U.S., and they own about 75% of the U.S. anyway. So what you think is harsh, they was playing long-range chess, and it's working out for them right now. So again, one-sixth of the world population consumes 65% of the pharmaceuticals. One-sixth of the world population consumes 80% of the illegal drugs. That's illegal cocaine, heroin, opioids, all of that shit. And the pharmaceutical mob continues to get paid. They're getting paid. Paid. Did you see those numbers? Seven million? A day? What was the one? Twenty-five thousand every hour or every minute or something? <sighs> oh! And, and and now 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 think about this. Think about this. We're not gonna play stupid. They making all that money. Now, how many? How many holistic doctors are dead? More than seventy? Eighty? just ended up dead because they got remedies that can actually cure people? And we gonna play stupid. We wanna play stupid like those were actual suicides. <laughs> like we tried to play stupid when all those people were ended up dead, everybody connected with the Clintons. I think that well, they took my YouTube down, but you it, try to punch in that video. I don't I don't know. I did that video back in 2016. The body count of the claim. It was like three pages of bodies, three pages of people that just ended up dead. That was connected with the claims. And, and some of the suicides that they gave were so, so I mean, it was just some of these people went to crazy extremes to commit suicide. I think one. uh one person I think he uh, uh took a sawed off shotgun and shot his shot the back of his head out, so i don 't know how he did it. He put both hands behind his back or or some crazy craziness. Uh, actually, somebody actually had his hands tied behind his back and they said he committed suicide. All of the cases ended up they were suicides it's, it's just people just i i it was just crazy all these suicides that people committed that were connected with the Clintons. Just that alone would make me not even want to stand next to the claims. Just knowing that all these people committed suicide, that means that you got some bad energy with you because motherfuckers has ended up dead. And if they're ending up dead, then that means I need to stay away from you, all these people committing suicide. So now you got this pharmaceutical company and you got holistic doctors and now the holistic doctors are ending up... They're dead. Oh, but the pharmaceutical company I mean they wouldn't have hit men would they because I mean I mean white men in suits and ties they they don't commit crimes right it's only Tariq on the block who's trying to sell that little fucking gram of cocaine he's got so he can get him and his family something to eat you'll scream on you'll scream on him you'll scream on him Yeah, the same Tariq that before he goes to the block, he's got to drive his grandmother to fucking CVS. What? To do what? Pick up her pharmaceuticals that she's been on for the last 20 some years. Yeah. Or Terrence. Who before he goes on the block, before he goes to hang out with his partners, he's got to he's got to run to he's got to run to Walgreens because his mom's got a prescription waiting on her. He'll never make anywhere close to what that pharmaceutical company makes. And they'll always make sure that she never gets healed, but she'll always be able to come back and buy. I mean, come on, man. This shit is disgusting, man. I mean, people gotta wake up to these devils, man, and what they've done. They've literally built a whole, they're, they're, they've built careers off of fucking people off, man. They built careers out off of fucking people off, whole lives. Small fuckers right now, on speedboats, living it up, and somebody's popping a pill that's never gonna get well. And the, as a matter of fact, the fucking pill's gonna make them worse. And none of those, none of those, none of those psychiatrists, none of them, none of them, will take that shit they prescribing. They know better. D wealth. Shit, sure, D, you might as well get on IG. We in the same spot, man. What the fuck, man? Yeah, I'm up here. in the- DC, we in DC. We, 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 wealth, we, we streaming live tonight from DC, God. We streaming live tonight from DC, God. That's what, that's
6: what we doing. So, this is the thing right here. And the last DSM and the DSM-4, they had, and I want everybody to see this. Chapter 10 of the of the DSM, the Diagnostic Statistical Manual. They had sexual and gender identity disorders as mental health disorders. Right? So y'all know, y'all see I'm not bullshitting those on IG who can see what I'm talking about. The irony in this, they have disorders for everything. Everything from orgasmic disorders to, you know, erectile dysfunctions. And you know, they, they categorize all of these things as as Psychological disorders, right? Not that any of it can have something to do with your diet, can have something to do with your lifestyle. They're all psychological disorders, right? So more than just giving you a Viagra pill, this was in, like I said, this was in, uh, this was revised in '95, right? I don't even know if Viagra was out at the time. But rather than giving you some type of a uh, uh, some type of therapy, some type of physical you know, resolution that, that could help this, they're gonna ca- classify this as psychological, right? Um, everything, uh, females, uh, sexual arousal disorder, um, orgasmic disorders, uh, all type of shit. But guess what, guess what uh, one of the primary ones are? Uh, hold on, where'd it go, where'd it go? Obviously pedophilia. Obviously, obviously of course pedophilia is a psychological disorder. You know, we know that without say, right? But they have in DSM-4 they have homosexuality. They have gender identity disorder. Right? As soon as they decided to take that shit out, well, as soon as they decide to have this um as soon as they decide to have this huge push, this huge push to, to society to make this normalized. They take it out of the DSM. In the DSM 5, there's no mention of anything gender related. There's, no, there's no mention of anything, you know, homosexuality related. And I believe they're taking uh, pedophilia out. Matter of fact, I saw a motherfucker the other day, Yorima, Um, I saw a dude's uh, license plate. His license plate was registered as LGBTQP. And you know what the P is, you know what I mean? So it blows my mind because they can easily decide what the masses are going to consider a psychological disorder, right? Um, What's even more fucked up is all of these pills that we get, a lot of that shit gets flushed down the toilet. A lot of that shit gets uh, put down uh, uh, kitchen drains, right? And, 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 um, you know, sink drains and stuff like that. what happens with all of these psychotropic drugs they all get into the U.S. water supply and I I wish I could pull up a video real quick but there's I don't know if y'all have seen it or not but there's videos that are going around of um, you know these new different news sources that are warning the general public like hey all of the United States drinking water is um, extremely um, inundated with psychotropic medications so all of us are in some way all of us who who, uh, take in tap water, I don't, I don't fuck with tap water. Um, Y'all better get on that spring water, y'all better get on some Fiji or something. But all of the United States of America has been, um, the whole water supply has been pretty much spiked with psychotropic drugs. Now what does that mean for the general public? Like, I know in the field that I work in, um, mind you, the reason why I have a copy of of this DSM is because I went to school for mental health. So, I was in all the psychology classes. I did all the studies of the the big name uh, uh, psychologists that we know about, you know, Carl Jung's and the Sigmund Freud's and all that type of shit. And, you know, there's patterns there. There's patterns because these people are always revered as the thought leaders of their times, right? Carl Jung isn't just looked at as a doctor, as a psychological doctor. He's looked at as like a philosophical uh, pioneer, you know what I'm saying? Just like Sigmund Freud and and the rest of them crackers. But what they do, um oh, shit. Is my clubhouse up? Can y'all hear me on clubhouse?
1: Yeah.
6: Oh, Oh, I'm getting the red, um, the red bar. Um, uh, so I don't want to lose my train of thought. Oh, so what, so what all of these psychological leaders do for real is, um, they pretty much set the stage for, for how society is going to move. You see what I'm saying? And so like Sigmund Freud, when he put out his, um, when he put out his theories of, um, of like, a uh, The way that babies operate, you know, like he's Sigmund Freud was obsessed with he was a pedophile, first of all, but he was always obsessed with uh, child sexuality. Um, The whole thing about, uh, you know, about kids having oral fixations and always needing something in their mouth and, you know, things from that to like uh, kids wanting to have anal pleasure and all all the rest of this shit, like the fathers of Western philosophy are all pedophiles and they all have this insidious, um, you know, this insidious uh, notion. To sexualize children, to um, to kind of create psychological chaos among the masses, uh, so that the most destructive things can become normalized, and um, just like they attribute, you know, Roman culture and Greek culture as you know the the fucking you know the the foundation of Western civilization. That's where all of these things come from. So rather than just to try to cure people through therapy, you know, through counseling, through these um, these long term ways of creating a more foundational solution to um, to solving some of these psychological issues that a lot of them, a lot of them might be legit. Considering, I think, you know, the majority of us deal with one issue, post-traumatic slave syndrome, all the rest of that shit is all just fucking uh, uh, spinoffs. You know, and and just false uh, false diagnoses. But rather than give us a real solution, they drug everybody up. So what you have is this huge, growing population of severely mentally ill people. Autism. I don't know what's like y'all can y'all can look up whatever cities y'all are in and just and just look for. developmentally disabled organizations, and look how many of them exist in your city. Look how many uh, psychologically disabled, uh, intellectual, challenged people exist in your city. And then look at their ages. Most of them, and I've been in this field for about 12 years, most of them are between, are teenagers all the way up to about, to, you know, about 50, you know, then you got some that sprinkle up into 60. So 50 years ago was um, the 70s, right? About 1970. Isn't that when a lot of this shit started started uh, coming into play? Isn't that when a lot of these psychotropic medications and drugs and shit started coming into play?
2: 1967.
6: 1967. What what happened in 67 to make that a thing? Was it, it was like a some type of? Um, so, so I don't I don't know what the catalyst was in at that time period, but you know there was a huge influx of that type of shit, um, and so now here we are fifty years later. And you got this huge group of people that's diagnosed with these things, and so I'm gonna share this. I said it the other night in the room, but uh, when um, when I do when I do the knowledge on a lot of the clients that I was working with, from you know especially the younger ones, especially the younger ones, the things that they were being diagnosed with, um, they all didn't come until a later age. So I will put it like this: so say um, say little Johnny is born 2001, right? No diagnoses or anything. Um, Obviously, autism is a spectrum disorder, which means that they just throw a whole bunch of motherfuckers in the same pot and say, oh, he's autistic. You know, if a child is a little delayed by a certain age, they diagnose him as autistic. Right. But a lot of these clients didn't have any diagnoses until they were like six, seven years old. You're able to identify a quote unquote autistic or a socially awkward person or whatever by like six months to a year. You You should be able to identify that and diagnose that. But these people haven't been diagnosed until they was like seven, eight years old. And then all of a sudden they got enough diagnoses to be prescribed like like seven, eight, nine medicines. And so by the time they're 20, 30 years old and they come in as my clients, they're completely null and void. They're completely nonverbal. Most of them can't don't have any real cognitive function. You know what I'm saying? A lot of them can't even, you know what I mean? They can't, they can't, um, they can't help themselves with their like daily activities of living. You know, and so I don't know. Um, I don't know what the specific numbers and the statistics are, but I do know just from working in the field that there's a whole lot of people. There's a whole lot of people that, that have these intellectual intellectual disorders that were born completely normal. You know what I'm saying? So I just wanted to share that with the room. You know, it's 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 a lot more than just, you know, those of us who are deemed quote unquote normal, who have these, you know, these small disorders that are being diagnosed and we get prescribed these medications. Like it's it's people that they, they're they targeting youth, they're targeting kids, because like Yarema said, they want to create lifetime customers. They don't pay to cure nobody. You know what I'm saying? And so um yeah, you know, hey, Yareem, I will give you your IG back. <laughs> no, man, cool, <laughs> you gotta hijack man. the Unity Walk page. Yeah, yeah yo, peace, God. Was good. I'm about to take a trip in the morning, so I had
13: to get some things together. But uh, awesome topic, man. Awesome topic. D, you touched on some things. This is well for, by the way, for those on IG. Um, yeah. So, so one of the things you touched on was um was the fact that their statement is that.
2: Oh wow. Well, oh, they be wow, messing with you, Can you hear me? Yeah, they be messing with you, back. Wealth. They'd be yeah, they be messing with they, you, Wealth. Damn.
13: I am telling you, bro, like it's 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 a non thing with a <laughs> Yeah, not <laughs> matter if it's IG or Clubhouse, they just be getting me now. Hey, I, but um
2: real real quick, yeah. Wealth, since they, since they cut you just a minute. Uh uh a uh, uh, bunny's niece. I see you, solid gold. I see you, bunny's niece. Yep, I see you. I'll just say that. Go ahead, well.
13: <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, they, 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 um, they claim that there's pharmaceuticals in the water supply because we flush stuff down the toilet. Hmm. I mean, the first time I heard it, and every time after I heard it, it just smelled like bullshit, It feel like bullshit. Now, I know my enemy. Okay. And Let me get to a longer the point. easiest, the easiest, the easiest way to uh, I'm good. I'm good, to gosh. get to get what they want to us is to put this stuff in the water supply. Who controls the water supply? The state. The government controls the water supplies. The states control the water supplies. The cities, the municipals, they control the water supply. They the ones who put the fluoride, which is a poison, in the water supply. So what would make us think that this stuff is not showing up in the water supply on purpose? Hmm okay like they they think that that all this 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 i mean that they, they give us the, the the silliest stories right and and we believe a lot of that shit because we drink in this water supply you know what i mean like there, there's heavy duty water filters out there you go let me let you know right now you're gonna probably looking at like 500 to a thousand dollars for one of these heavy duty water filters that can filter out the fluoride the fluoride the pharmaceuticals all that out your water so on the 15th for this month, we uh, they supposed to be cutting these checks for uh, this this tax rebate where they're gonna be giving everybody a certain amount of money per child. I think it's something like 500 uh, for six and over, and 600 for for under six. You know, per child in the household, so, something along those lines. Um, look it up; you'll get the details. But that's starting this, the 15th of this month, right?
0: Hmm.
13: Instead of doing like what you did what most people did with a lot of the stimulus checks start investing in your survival man like start 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 buying stuff that actually matter that's gonna keep you healthy cause their game is to get you on these drugs Back. right part of my control is getting your mind out of it's right mind like if I get you on drugs in any form or
2: fashion I'm messing with your mental yeah mm, teach right so when they give you when they put that that rat poison called fluoride look it up that's what it
13: was right yeah. and i've seen a video recently where where it was a uh, delivering fluoride to a water uh, uh a, a, a water filtration plant and the truck had a leak outside on the concrete and the damn they had to call in the full hazmat team because the shit started to burn the concrete oh shit damn but that's something that we wanna put into our bodies. I mean, we gotta recognize game, man. Like, this shit right here, we, we volunteering for the experiment, right? Mm. And and of course they're gonna go, oh, it's an accident that this stuff ended up in the water supply. When I hear D talking too about how how a lot of these diagnoses don't start to linger in life, that's cumulative. That's cumulative poisoning, cumulative exposure to these drugs that's gonna affect your mental.
6: Yeah.
13: Right? Over time, you taking in more and more, that shit starts storing in the body, storing in the brain. And now all of a sudden your cognitive functions start deteriorating over time. You know what I mean? So we, we gotta get off of this water. And then if you looking at why the child, because before, you like you said, the autism, you could you could diagnose that by the time the child's like six months. But look at the vaccine schedule, and understand that for the first year of the child's life, they got like a seventy percent heavy metal toxicity in their brain from the vaccines that they get. Hmm. I see a huge difference in the way that my non-vaccinated kids develop in terms of cognitive function, and the way that the older two develop because we were still getting vaccines back then. We didn't know no better. Huge difference. And for a while, we was like, wow, these two right here, like, like they, 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 they moving fast, but are they moving fast? Or is this how our children are supposed to move, but we so accustomed to watching the delayed development because of all the freaking poisoning through the drugs that they give them, if it's not through the water, then it's through the vaccines, then they can't, they don't develop like they should. But if everybody's kid is going through that same uh, um, delayed development, then you're going to think that's normal. And you're going to think that a kid that is developing normal, you're going to be like, oh, this one right here is advanced, but they're not advanced. Right? So, you know, I just want to say, like, l- look at this, man. We we went from giving, from only needing, like, what, six or seven vaccines your whole life, to now you need, like, 30-something of them before you hit what 18 like that don't make no sense that don't make no sense like we didn't get a bunch of new diseases like none of this makes sense and then they find out afterwards that these vaccines is giving you all these problems like how how the the, the uh, hpv vaccine is giving girls uh, ovarian cancer and breast cancer
7: mm-hmm. yeah.
13: but we don't believe that cancer can be injected into somebody but it's already been documented Right. So, I mean, like th- this enemy's job, we, we already know that to them, we superhumans, And the only way that they can level that playing field is to get in and, 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 and damage your cognitive functions to try to level the playing field. And even then, we still succeed. We still we still we still moving faster than by leaps and bounds. So they got to throw in all kinds of other environmental uh, uh, obstacles to slow us down. You know what I mean? But health is something that we really got to take the most serious, because if, if, if the body ain't healthy, the mind ain't gonna, ain't gonna think healthy. So I just wanna throw you and, and I wanna shout out to, to my two brothers out there, building, that's, I see y'all on IG, man. You know, <laughs> I love it, I love the energy. You know what I mean? I, w- I wish I was down there with y'all, man, but I, 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 I'm, 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 I'm with you. I'm with you in spirit, always. Yeah, I know I'm not that many hours away, man. If I had a heads up, I would have been down there. But like I said, in the morning, I got to drive the family out. You know what I mean? We we, we making some moves tomorrow, and 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 then it's, it's it's back to the grind on Monday. You know what I mean? But if I had a heads up, man, give me a heads up next time. I will clear some things out. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you know, I, I just, I just kind of move sometimes. I move, I move as the spirit and the soul tells me. So I'm just like, okay, it's a good time to travel. I'm look, I'm wealth, I'm, I'm, look, wealth. I understand your situation. Me, I'm single. Who gonna check me? <laughs> I'm single who gonna check me like so I'm moving I'm gonna move I love to travel so I love to get around um, but you you hit on some on some major some really major points well that, that that really take it in depth and I'm, I'm so appreciative uh, for your voice on this I, I think another thing that we have to take into account speaking of relationships <laughs> is when we look at the pharmaceuticals, when we look at all the all the things that are induced into our systems and then we talk about the dysfunction of our relationships, there's a clear correlation between all of this, because if you obviously if you don't have a clear mind, <laughs> they're, they're putting a drug into your system. To take your clear mind and make it foggy <laughs> to, to make sure that your cognitive skills are distorted. Yeah. And then you think you can go into a relationship and have a healthy relationship. Well. So so th- we have to look at all the intertwining correlations that go along with this It's not just about it's not just about. You know, some some people who have been told that they're sick and giving, you know, this drug this thing happens in all other aspects of their life from that point on so wait
6: this so substance abuse causes relationships issues
2: substance abuse alcohol abuse pharmaceutical uh, drug abuse I mean all of these thing things play a play a major factor in your dealings with with other people, your relationships, whether it be intimate relationships, whether it be friendships, whether it be acquaintances, it, it, it all affects you can't because you can't separate that from everything else. Message. You can't step outside your body and say, well, I took these pharmaceuticals, but I can step outside and have a, a healthy, organic relationship now. It don't work like that, man. That shit is affecting you in all aspects of life. It can affect your work, your job, all of that. Facts. So so we just want to be we want to be uh, 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 just kind of I just wanted to throw that out there to, 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 to bring awareness to that part as well, because we th- that can't be excluded. And then uh, Empress Melissa um, Melro, you want to bring light on. And that's the, actually one of the next parts that we're going to talk about in the video. But you want to bring light to the children that are affected by this
0: absolutely thank you brother you peace everybody um i guess two points i'd like to make number one is speaking about relationships and um, just kind of piggybacking on that it just reminds me of uh there was a sister that said alkaline d happens to be the best not just because it's healthy physically for you but also being in relationship with someone who is alkalized um was a healthier option for her The one of the most healthiest experiences she had and i just i chuckled at that initially but that's some real stuff right there when you have someone that is super, super toxic on a metaphysical level and then just straight up physical because of the toxins in their body. It's just like a whole bunch of stuff that can that can ensue from that. But yeah, um, I did wanna, I love, love, love this topic. I am coming from the background of being in foster care, a foster alum and now working on the side of being an advocate for youth in foster care. And I wanted to read this, quick blurb from children's defense um, fund.org. And it says on any given day, nearly one in four children in foster care are taking at least one psychotropic medication, more than four times the rate for all children. Nearly half of children living in residential treatment centers or group homes take psychotropic medications. Children in foster care are more likely to be prescribed multiple psychotropic medications at very high dosages. Although research shows higher doses doses can result in serious side effects. And then finally, psychotropic medications act on the brain and central nervous system to cause changes in mood behavior or perception. They can be effective treatments for certain serious mental health conditions, but there's this growing concern that too many children in foster care are over-medicated. And then it ends with children who come into foster care often have been exposed to multiple traumatic events, including the removal from their families and may be at higher risk for mental health problems and emotional disorders. Of course, the article goes on, but I will say this. When I was in foster care and I got to about 17, I had my son, so I was a teen mother, and the first, first, Um, Thought for me was this. Well, you know, let's put her on antidepressants Her mood is a bit lower and it was like no, I Literally have just lived in foster care my entire life. I live in a homeless shelter with my Son, I'm not depressed. I'm under a lot of stress, there's lack of resources around me But this is not a depression, but their first thing was was give her antidepressants, which I never took Um, and so I think the biggest solution for it is just um, overly medicating our babies is just one light on it too, and then also providing our youth with resources, which I'm working on. But I did just want to talk about that because we do have over 450,000 youth that are in foster care in the United States. And over forty percent of those babies are um, black and brown. So my name is Melro. Thank you so much for allowing me to speak.
2: Love you. Oh, thank you, Melrow. Um, thanks. That, thanks. Thanks for that information. Um, and th- and again, this is a topic that we that that has to be it has to be exposed because if we got one sixth of, of our population, one sixth of the world population, in the United States is consuming. Um, 65% of the pharmaceuticals on the planet, this, this is a design plan to not only to not only, uh, take the rightful land of the Aboriginal people, but it's a design plan to, um, drug a population of people and keep us in a drug induced state. And so this shit has to be revealed. Um, and let's, let's add a little bit more to it. while we, while we uh, have some time And again, this is on the Wake Up Radio <clears throat> I am Yurima Karama Up here in D.C. with my guy New Energy Yes, yes see if this thing is working yeah
13: no one knows precisely uh,
9: how these psychiatric medications uh, act. we don't know if i give you a medication if it is going to work or not not a great deal of scientific support for using
10: them i myself i try to pick a drug whose side effects might be useful you have to choose what is the best
9: option we don't have the sure there are no rules. Everything is, it's an art, really. Often it's trial and error. It's a kind of a trial and error. It's
13: trial and error. It's some degree of trial and error, I guess. A blind man's bluff or something like that. You never know if it's the right drug.
0: It's a much more complex uh, subject.
9: There's always going to be huge surprises, and that that's what makes it so difficult. The best psychiatrists in the world will mess up all the time.
7: American public is being treated as a mass medical experiment notice how these people just talk about
2: this shit so nonchalantly like 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 you're talking about you're talking about drugs that are killing thousands upon thousands of people and they're just ah the 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 best psychologists in the world gets it wrong like nobody's grabbing guns ammo grenades like, 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 just nonchalantly. People are dying, and ah, I, you know, I mean, the worst ones. We just get it wrong. Shit is
7: not okay. This shit is sick, bad. We are all being treated like guinea pigs by the pharmaceutical companies, the psychiatric industry, and the FDA. They are basically
5: testing drugs on large parts of the population uh, without really knowing what the results are
8: going to be. It's a very dire situation that we're facing. We're talking about people's health and, in many situations, people's lives. These are very serious issues. As dangerous
5: chemical compounds, psychotropic drugs are tightly regulated by governments throughout the world. And for any new psychotropic drug to be approved for use, it must undergo
1: tests intended to protect the public.
4: When a pharmaceutical company develops a new drug that they want to send to the market, what they do is they have to run it through clinical trials. They have to be able to provide to the FDA safety data to say this is
0: a safe and effective drug. In clinical trials, uh, psychiatrists are engaged to do the research. And we could bank on the fact that these psychiatrists are tied to the pharmaceutical companies.
11: And the psychiatrist
1: puts their name on there. They're seen as an expert. Talking mental drugs, who writes them? It's psychiatrists. So that's how it works. It's a terrible system. The desperate thing about it is that it's all dressed up in the name of science. It's not science at
5: all, it's pure marketing. But they get away with it because it's called science.
7: There's really no test, no x ray, there's no chemistry that shows you have this condition. It's really just the opinion of someone who is probably taking money from pharmaceutical companies to prescribe drugs to people.
4: Where's the biochemistry? Where's the research? Where's the substantiation? And the answer is it vaporizes like mist in the morning. It's not there.
5: But the lack of scientific testing doesn't stop psychiatrists from carrying out clinical trials on dangerous drugs. Clinical trials are supposed to consist of four phases of precise scientific drug testing. The first three of which must be submitted to governments for regulatory approval. In phase one, the drug is checked for toxicity. In phase two, tests are done to see how the drug reacts in the human body if it clears this hurdle then a phase three trial is carried out but with no lab tests verifying or measuring any mental disorder and with big money at stake psychiatric drug research is highly subjective and rife with manipulation there are
1: many many many
5: places where you can tweak the study just a little bit with the study design or with the way you gather the data or the way the data are reported. And there's so many different ways
10: you could bias a study. I've seen what they did to the data in these trials. There's no question
9: that they manipulated the data. For example, let's say they had 100 people to start with. 40% drop out, 30% have a positive response, 30% have no response. They then say that they have a 50% response rate when in fact, most of us would say it's a 30 percent response rate because only 30 out of the original hundred really responded and so you can see that that's a little
8: bit of a manipulation of the research data when they design drug studies they're only looking at the one thing they want to they want to see and they don't report all the other things that are happening case in point the antidepressant cymbalta Lily, I
1: believe in February of 2004 did a clinical trial study. The people in this clinical trial did not have symptoms of depression. And in that clinical trial, there were 11 attempted suicides and four suicides completed. One of which was Tracy Johnson, 19 year old college girl. She did not have any symptoms of depression. And yet
3: this drug pushed her to commit suicide by hanging herself. That shoots the theory down that they say that, you know, people get suicidal because of the, you know, underlying illness that people kill themselves, that these weren't suicidal people to begin with. These weren't depressed at all. These were healthy people.
5: A slew of media coverage followed. But psychiatrists on the FDA drug evaluation panel chose to ignore the death and went on to approve Cymbalta the following August. One of the reasons why we have underestimated the potential of some psychiatric and uh, antidepressant drugs to actually trigger a suicidal
9: kind of behavior in people is because the people who designed the research study didn't include in the research questionnaire the suicidal behavior and then you
5: can report that we have zero incidence of this type of behavior among our subjects
4: and then the response is trumpeted as if there's something magical about it when in fact what's happened is a whole statistical tap dance routine that violates good science however on the basis of that kind
12: of phony trial the drug can be marketed but keep in mind that when a drug is tested in the clinical trials It's only a very short period of time. The final phase of testing can be anywhere from five to six
11: weeks.
1: The longest of those studies was eight weeks. The shortest was four weeks. So these are not long term studies. I think most physicians and most people taking the drugs assume they're long term, one year, two years, three year studies. They're not. They're very, very short studies.
10: I find it pretty outrageous that we can base a multi billion dollar industry on a few six or eight week clinical trials where antidepressant medications beat the sugar pill by a few percentage points. It is on the basis of biased research
5: such as this that psychotropics with potentially fatal side effects are routinely approved by FDA panels for a lifetime of use. And how can this happen? Because drugs are big money. And FDA panels
1: are dominated by those who benefit by approving them. The FDA panels that evaluate these drugs are largely psychiatrists. All of a sudden you discover there are 20 different pharmaceutical companies paying them, either grants or honorary or some other way. They're getting paid by the pharmaceutical industry.
4: If you have a psychiatrist who works at the FDA, he could also be being paid by industry. He might sit on industry panels or discussions or get paid to be a speaker. What I found in working with the physicians at the FDA was that they... It, They could have dual positions, they could sit on an industry
8: board, they could be influenced by industry. If you've got 10 FDA scientists or 10 committee members, it's just a matter of six saying yes the drug is safe, four saying no. And in almost every single case, those six saying that the drug is safe and effective always have pharmaceutical ties, they're getting paid,
3: they're getting funded somehow or another. Have you been diagnosed with depression and struggle with sadness, trouble sleeping, anxiety, or low energy? Ask your doctor about XR.
5: With phase three approval of foregone conclusion, the marketing blitz begins. But while psychiatrists have already begun promoting and prescribing these drugs throughout the world, there's one more phase yet to be carried out phase four.
12: What phase four clinical trials are is when they've actually
4: gotten the drug approved and then they get it into the general population so that we finally find out what it does when it hits ethnic populations, women, children. Then we see who dies, who has seizures, who has deformed children, who has epilepsy, who has diseases downstream, whose
12: heart stops. The public is the clinical trial. That's where we find out the problems with these drugs. This is an experimental stage and it's so much so that one consumer protection group has advised patients that they refuse a prescription for any drug that hasn't already been on the market for seven years
1: so if you're taking a drug that's only been out for a year or two or three, you are a guinea pig and the experimentation doesn't end here Additional psychiatric drug
5: trials take advantage of the invented disorders in psychiatry's diagnostic and statistical manual to rake in even more profits by targeting
10: the most innocent of all. If they test their drugs on children, then they get a six-month extension On their exclusivity period or patent period. This
5: psychiatric drug research center in Texas uses advertisements to lure in child volunteers. And once inside, they're further enticed with the simplest
1: of tricks.
13: This is what they've been playing. We have Game Boys, we have Xbox, we have five TVs.
0: We come in here and they help themselves to crackers,
9: cookies, free candy, free crackers.
6: Everything is paid for. You don't pay for anything
5: these perks are just bait to coax children into ingesting powerful psychiatric drugs known to cause suicide and violence in their own age
4: group. These are drugs that would cost maybe several hundred dollars a month in a pharmacy. They actually are getting them free in in research.
1: So we love children and um, we just love children
10: have live our future. By conducting those tests on children They get a financial incentive that's worth a million dollars. Those are the facts. You make out on what you will.
5: With this kind of money at stake, psychotropic drug experimentation on children is rampant, With 323 studies either completed or in the works, including a 2003 trial that tested children on an antidepressant treating premenstrual dysphoric disorder. What? Those drugs which are barely more effective than placebos often have Mint. huge side effects which are dangerous and even deadly to people. Families don't know the risk. If they actually
10: were aware of the risk and believed it, they wouldn't, no one would take that risk.
12: The psychiatrist would never... She didn't say one word to me about um, what was going to be the effects of the drugs. No side
0: effects listed, no. Well, let's sit down and let's talk about this. At that point in time, he said, well, this doesn't have... That type of reaction on any children you know that it's very safe if he had told me then what i know now about it i never would have taken it
7: she said oh, that must have been on Paxil. that's the only way she would kill herself and i said well what is this how do people know this i didn't know anybody would know something like that and we went on the internet and all of a sudden you find out that it's not uncommon but
2: it's not uncommon for people to become psychotic on these drugs
10: entitled to know the truth before we give a mind-altering drug
9: to our children our wife, our mother, our father, ourselves.
12: We don't
4: really know what they're doing. That's what scares me. It's all made up theory. There are no facts about what these drugs really do. And if someone said, well, we don't know what this is going to do to you, good or bad, would you take that medication?
1: Now, that is not the practice of medicine. That's the practice of marketing. And this practice of marketing is taking lives. And the poor patient doesn't even know it. But in the testing and marketing of
5: psychotropic drugs, money trumps safety. The top 10 most prescribed psychotropic drugs gross over $26.5 billion annually, more than double the amount of new money put into circulation every year by the United States Mint to make this kind of money psychiatrists first have to convince the most crucial market segment of all those with the power of prescription
2: so it's funny when they when they when they have the, the comparisons and uh, Empress Letitia, I, I want to get you in because uh, you're you're up newest to the stage. But the comparison. So they run their studies um, on unsuspecting people who don't know that they're that they might die that day. <laughs> they come in healthy and go home in a body bag. But um, it's interesting because the dope boy runs a study too. back in the day, the dope boy used to run a study because he had to. He had to know if his package was good. So what would he do? He would go out and get a geek or he would go out and get somebody. What was interesting about that, especially in the heroin industry, is that, um, it, 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 you know, it's just the sickness of us as a people. So in the heroin industry, the, the, if somebody died from, from, from the heroin, if they if they died from the shot, that was supposed to be good. Then you had people flocking, like like literally people run to death. So if, if somebody died then everybody in the city, I'm from New York, so if somebody died, everybody in the city is trying to get that pack. I think Rob got the blue packs down there. That's, when the, that's the shit that's killing people and, and people is fly, like literally flocking to death. So the pharmaceutical industry, same thing. People don't know they're going to die. They don't know they're <laughs> flocking to death. They don't know they're part of a chemical trial because because they just said they have they don't... They don't test this. They just said. So where's the test? The test is when it's actually put in the pharmaceutical uh, 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 stores or put in the put in the stores. The test is when the doctor prescribes it to you, or the psychiatrist prescribes it to you, and we'll figure out what your reaction is. That's the test. <laughs> we'll figure out how you react to this shit after after we prescribed because we haven't done any tests. Why? Because this is a money game. It's about making money. And, and yeah, I know, I know you're a white guy and I know you got kids and I know that, you know, it's the black folks fault. Yeah. We're on the same page there, Bob, but uh, Hey, your, your son, he just took that overdose or just took that Paxo and died. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it is what it is. You knew I was the devil, Bob, cause you're one yourself. So what would make you think that your son wouldn't be exempt or your whole family wouldn't be exempt of this shit? Yeah, it's a cold game. The devil's killing one another. So, uh, Letitia, peace. Peace, Empress. I want to add something here.
11: I'm sorry. You got to me cracking up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I got, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's a serious, serious. subject. I just,
11: it really is. But the way you come is so... I know you have this comedic... You know, feel to it. It's like the sarcasm, but it's great. It's great. I'm trying to be in in, in high spirits myself. Yeah. Um, this late evening. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I, I caught,
1: I, I, I caught I that. I heard
11: a lot, and you know, I'm in the field. So. Hmm. Wow. I was gonna come with some solutions. Please do. And I
2: want to say peace to the gods. Wow, y'all, y'all have. Uh, I'm glad y'all linked up. Ha- I can sense y'all's greatness there. Um, chocolate city. <laughs> yeah, it ain't chocolate Uh-oh. no more. But uh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, they just due to mass gentrification. Uh-huh. It's not chocolate anymore. It's looking a little bit goddamn <laughs> vanilla. But but we're you making know. it. <laughs>
11: earlier I I was trying to get on earlier I had to I I know you were dropping knowledge but Hmm. uh, my feed kept cutting earlier so I wanted to tell you you were you were y'all were all on point because obviously they were interrupting my feed but um, (laughs) everything was on point Um, I, I love this platform I love the energy that everybody gives their perspective and I respect it and um, I think what we need to do as as this tribe is to focus on what we need to to do to be healthy, naturally. Um, yes. Cause we our people did that before. We didn't fuck with this this shit, this Western medicine. Right. It wasn't a part of our life. So facts. We, we've grown to it, but bec- what uh, the white the white man says to do. So we're just t- doing what what. We, uh, what some feel are their master, so a uh, massa. Um, but uh, either way, um, we need to start looking at natural remedies uh, that can help our people so that we're um, addressing our, our ailments in a healthy way. Whether it's um, with certain uh, supplements, there's, you know, you got the good, you've got. You've got grains, certain grains, organic soybean. Um, there's there's certain herbs, like I think it's uh, salmetto or palmetto. Um, uh, forgive me if I'm saying that wrong, because we couldn't give that in the hospital. So mm. if, it, if it was organic... If it was a a herbal supplement outside of a multivitamin, you weren't allowed to give that. Now, if a patient wanted to take it, they could bring their own. And we had to document that, that they were taking this other supplement. Mm. So we know how much they're against anything holistic. So we know that's what we need. Anything that they're pushing against, like they're pushing us to get this euthanasia. So we know we need to stay away from that. (laughs) Yes. we should be running the other way but we're running some of us are just we're just lost so we're just gonna run to to the light
6: um (laughs)
11: so um i I say all that to to tell everyone in the audience and to to the gods and and goddess up here um we gotta focus on on us knowing that they're doing this and probably trying to find the best way for each individual what's going to help you to recover from depression what is natural out there for you because everyone is individual it whether it's uh immune disorder um foods that we can eat differently that can help with those ailments because those do exist they just don't want us to know about it because it would be free to 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 plant i want to i'm gonna call out uh and, and i'm gonna shout out empress kuhani you know, just seeing her today, how she rocked. She, 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 I'm put her on the spot. I think she's gone. But anyway, you know, just watching her build her own uh, garden, her, you know, build that up herself today. That, that meant a lot to me to see that. So we just have to do better for ourselves. And, and unfortunately, there's going to be some who are lost. And like you said before, you want to turn around like, the chick did when her husband
2: told her to keep looking forward well your ass don't turn us salt <laughs> so that's
6: all I have to say thank you hey Empress Leticia
2: that's a whole yeah I appreciate that and uh yeah I think I think the first the first part we just have to uh <clears throat> the, the solutions base um I, I like that that's that's very important and we might actually uh, really just need a class on that on healthy foods and healthy diet, uh, because I, and and I think the first part is just admitting that, that we're all, that we're all kind of messed up. Like I can admit that, that, that I'm a little off sometimes. Right. And I know it's because of the GMOs or the, or maybe not the GMOs, but the chemtrails that are falling out of the sky. You know, I got, I got, uh, you know, I got, uh, uh, what is it called? Um, uh, PT, um, PT. PTR, no, no, PTRR, uh, post, post-traumatic uh, road rage. And so um, <laughs> people, yeah, I mean, post-traumatic road rage is real. Uh, people, you know, try to cut me off in traffic or or think that their car is faster than mine. And I'm, I'm fucking not having it. And I know... That this is not proper operating procedure for a human, but I go there and I, I can't. I did for some reason I can't control it. I'm just thanking God that I'm uh, that I'm on no psychotropic, uh, 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 any type of medicine or anything. It's just something that I got to deal with myself. I'm practicing meditation. I'm even thinking about going to therapy for this shit because I almost had to fuck off a white boy today on my way up here. And it was just crazy. He thought he was going to get in a cussy match with me. I was ready to ram his car with my car. So the shit is real out here. Uh, <laughs> exactly. And we
11: have, we have to own up. You know, I don't like being in big crowds. That's just me. Yes. I like being in crowded places. But I, I adapt and cope with it, you know, to... to to
2: make make it through, I, I find my strength to get through it. But
13: mm. I know this is there. Yeah, yeah, it, absolutely, absolutely. I want to throw, throw something in there real quick. Um, I want to throw something in there real quick. I I don't recommend people unless I, I vet them <laughs> mm. <laughs> like heavily vet them, mm. right? But there's a sister up in I believe Cincinnati area. Um but you can look her up on IG. Her, her um, username is uh, Urban Farm Sister with an A at the end. Sister, not sister. Right? Mm. Urban Farm <laughs> Sister. And uh, I've known her for quite some years now, been in contact with her. And she's a farmer up there. She has her own farm. Um, I've watched her grow from just having her own farm to now she, she, she does a lot of community work. She's very um, pro-black. Uh, if you you understand, replaces whatever word you use, Aboriginal. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I'm talking about. She's about our people, right? First, and she does a lot of classes um, teaching us how to grow our food. Actually, that's how I learned how to how, how to um, do uh, uh, hydroponics, mm-hmm. right? And 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 that mm-hmm. led me into like to like learning how to do aquaponics because that that actually it works because it keeps the crops that you're growing out of the chemtrails to some extent right Mm -hmm. because now you can grow indoors you can you can have a greenhouse you can grow in your house Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and and grow your foods that way also um if you're looking for real seeds this is a this is a big jewel right here you can actually use your for those who got an ebt card you can use your EBT card on Amazon to buy heirloom seeds. That's the real original seeds, mm. not the GMO seeds, okay? So you can take those two pieces of information and get your garden going, all right? Because you gotta, you gotta learn how to eat to live because you don't need the medicines <laughs> they provide if you don't even get sick, right? That's number one. And number two, if you do get sick, your your recovery rate is so much faster if the body's already alkaline and and, 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 and healthy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Your bounce back is going to be even quicker. You know, and um there's there's also a few a few brothers that I follow that sell uh supplements online, you know, Oleinka being one of them. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like like there's, there's there's we got a wealth of knowledge out here, man. Right. So instead of watching like spending all your day watching the the, the silly videos, you know what I mean? Like Take a little piece out. I ain't say you gotta go cold turkey because I know that stuff is addictive, but just take a little piece out. Take a little half hour out and go watch something that might save you and your family's life. Mm. You know what I mean? How to grow your food and how to and what foods to eat to help you out. Like every day, I, I have I drink tea twice a day, and in that tea is ginger, it's it's it's, it's, it's sea moss gel, it's it's a, it's a half of a lime. You know what I mean? Squeeze and drop the rest in there because I want all that richness, the greenness. I want all that in there too, you know, off mm. the skin. And the heat will turn that, the heat will draw all the greenness out that lime and the lime will look like a lemon when you're done. You know what I mean? Put a little bit of, to put. I, I put a little bit of, um. Uh, uh, what, oh my God, turmeric, turmeric in there too. You know what I mean? S- some ginger, like, a lime. I mean. <laughs> yes. Like like you know, and you could even use uh the hibiscus, right? Hibiscus is also great, you know. Sometimes I put a little hibiscus in there, you know what I mean, but twice a day. And I, I was at one point diagnosed with asthma, you know, and uh I I'ma just say I I can't tell you the last time I used that pump. Mm. All right, I can't I I was diagnosed with irritable bowel syndrome I can't tell you the last time I had that acid reflux or that upset stomach, Mm. you know what I mean? So, and, and, and when you, when your body's healthy, you, you think better, you know what I mean? You you think a whole lot better. Like, like when you sick, you don't, and sick don't necessarily mean that you got a cough or cold. Like sick could just mean that you, you, your pH is too acidic sick. You know what I mean, and you don't even know you' sick. You're just walking sick. You know. One more thing I want to say about this is is the same the same group of people, the same entity of white supremacy. These governments are behind all the shit. The U.S. government behind all this shit. Exactly. It's behind all the shit. I mean, it's it's like it's yeah. not even hard to see because when you look back at the dope era right we we watch movies like uh i forget what it was with denzel when he was he was uh talking about the 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 uh what's his name frank lucas story
6: yeah american gangster american
2: gangster Amer-
13: american gangster right the way they put it in the movie they said that he had a brother over in vietnam and his brother was in the air force high ranking but do y'all really think that you're gonna hide shit on u.s government military planes and they don't know <laughs> right. right. Nope. Just like, like, like just right. process that for a little bit. And we knew it was around that same time that the U.S. government decided to attack, the break down the black family, right? right? And we know that they used the drug wars to do that. But well, we think that just coincidentally the drugs started coming in just, just because a black dude got smart, right? Like. None of that shit makes sense You got until you connect the dots and realize that they pumped the shit in here the same way they got caught bringing in the cocaine from South America. They pumped the shit in here and they put it in our communities. And if you're wondering how they, they did their initial studies on, on today's uh, 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 pharmaceutical industry, they probably started right then. They was doing it then. They were saying how effective it was then. Mm. Because what do those drugs do? They have psychotra—they uh, have they have psychological effects on the users, and they like those—they like those results. So why not just clean it up and and put a government stamp and seal on it and make it a part of the government now? Mm-hmm. Let's call it the, the FDA or something. Let's let's you know what I mean. Let's let's call it whatever. They put different acronyms on it, and they tell you, "Oh yeah, we're approving this," and then like five years later. You see the commercial on TV, if you've ever used that drug that was supposed to fix the itching in your ass, you're eligible for compensation. Like, is this crazy? Like, it's the same pattern over and over again, but the mission is to destroy us. So when we move away from that, right, and and we go back to, to eating the foods that will keep us healthy, then we don't need to go get no medicines. I know doctors, there's a website that you can go look up, and I, I don't know what it is now, but you're going to have to do some some legwork. But there's a, there's, a, there's a website where you can go look up and see where doctors are getting their monies from. Mm. Like you can see what 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 companies are, are giving them monies because that they have to declare that, mm. right? And there's this one website where it's all available. I can't remember the name right now, but I will look it up, and um, I would suggest you look it up too. You know what I mean? So that you can have it for your own for your own information. You can go look and look up your doctor and see who's paying your doctor mm. and see if it makes sense why your doctor wants you to keep taking that medicine because they get incentives from these pharmaceutical companies. They go to these conventions. Where 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 they'll get the, the 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 pharmaceutical companies will fly them out to these conventions, pay for their stay and and they food and all that, you know what I mean, and and teach them how to market their drugs, and then when they go back for for all those drugs that they can push because they legal drug pushers, right now they get they get low low bonuses, you know, little incentives and shit.
6: So and and it might be little to them, but to us that, that, that them they ain't so little. Right? They get,
13: they, it's, a, it's a trillion dollar industry. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Getting people hooked on shit or making them think that they they need something. Like depression. You know what I mean? They say depression is caused by a chemical imbalance in the brain. No, wrong. Depression causes a chemical imbalance in the brain. So if you're just treating the mm-hmm. symptoms, you'll never treat the problem. Mm. Facts. You know what I mean? And, that, and that's from my own personal experience. Right when you get to the root of the problem, you remove the problem, all the dysfunctional behavior goes away. <clears throat> so yeah, I'm I'm I'm, a, I'm a yield the mic.
2: Thanks for that, wealth.
6: Yeah, D, You got something to add? Yeah, I'm gonna add something. Um, so, hey, what's up, IG? <laughs> oh, uh, IG heard me. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Yeah, well, that's that's real talk. What you just said, man. Um. Yeah, I just—I I guess what I was going to contribute is just the fact that, um, oh yeah, exactly. So infinite says, uh, "silent, silent weapons for quiet wars." That's some real shit because that's actually what I was about to say. Is that you know, um, we got to understand like the the tactics of war that's that's being that's taking place. You know what I mean? Like everything is connected. You said it earlier. Um, we go from we go from just straight up blood baths and fucking. Um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, syphilis blankets and, you know, all this big wild shit. You know what I mean? Like all the way up until not that long ago, you know, like the MOVE organization, for instance, or the Black Wall Street. You know, the, the fucking, the, the brutal, the brutal wars where they really going ham and just on some savage shit. And so now they become so sophisticated where those same, you know what I'm saying? Those same people, that same group of people, they just find new new updated ways because technology comes out. Technology is, is released to the military first, you know what I'm saying? No matter no matter what type of technology it is. You know, the GPS existed for decades before we had access to it on a handheld device. You know what I'm saying? The GPS, the, uh, the fucking uh, Boston Dynamics and robotics and shit that they're using now. You know, the super soldiers, the genetically modified soldiers and, you know, all this type of shit, that, um, all, all, the, all the little things that they use as, you know, tools for... You know, for military purposes. Later on, they become consumer-based products. So when I think about the fact that you know now the idea of psychotropic drugs and the idea of all these you know all these medications exist among the general public, how long has that shit been happening? You know what I'm saying? uh, On the on the on the battlefront, you know what I mean? And and these wars and shit like that. I don't like. I, I personally don't believe that that this shit is that new. You know what I'm saying? And so I just think we need to learn how to keep up. We need to learn how to keep up with the motherfucking, um with, with our enemy because we're always 10 steps behind. We find out about this shit way after it's been implemented. Why weren't we talking about this before it completely poisoned our water supply? You know what I'm saying? And so that's where we come, that's where our generation comes in where we having to pick up the slack from all the shit that slipped between the cracks over all these years. You know what I'm saying? And so now it's like, Bring, trying to bring awareness to this shit And trying to talk about it and, and, and make sure people can fall in line And understand It's like The only people um, The only people that are going to understand Are those who already don't go with the status quo You know the term Preaching to the choir And shit like that You know this ain't this ain't We, we not even trying to Wake motherfuckers up you know, Ain't no way we can go to the pharmacy Out CBS right now And pull people out that line And say hold on Don't take them drugs There's no way we'll ever be able to do that We just talking to people That already understand You know But you know, our children. Matter of fact, when my son was born, um, my son was born in 2011, and I wasn't necessarily conscious enough to know what was happening then. But I wasn't comfortable with the shit. It's literally as soon as my son was born, you know, they washed all the fucking, all the, uh, you know, all the stuff off of him, and they they literally took him. I held him for a few minutes, and then they tried to take him straight out the room. I'm like, where y'all going? Like, what what is this? What y'all doing? You know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, well, we need to go and, and do his vitals and, and get his checkups and this and that, blah, blah, blah. And mind you, um, when my son was born, he didn't cry. Even when they tapped him, he didn't cry, right? He didn't cry until they stuck a fucking needle in his foot, in the bottom of his foot. Right wow. now, mind you, I wasn't even conscious. Like I don't, you know, I didn't have like a, a category for why this felt wrong to me. I just knew,
5: wow.
6: like, what the fuck? Like he was just born. You know what I'm saying? Like what the fuck is y'all doing? Like what, why are y'all injecting him? And he didn't cry until that needle hit his foot. You know what I mean? But that's that's what I, that's that's the issue though. It's like before any stage of development occurs, I also took like three consecutive classes of ch- uh, uh, early childhood development. Do you know how dangerous it is? To be putting these chemicals in a child's body Before they develop any aspect of of, of life You know what I'm saying? Before they even left the hospital they already pumped full of medications Like think about the addictions that that causes throughout life You know what I mean? And, and another thing that blows me is that um, You know, even outside of the psychotropic meds The danger of some of the things that we take in Like the sugars and shit like that You know what I mean? I, I wouldn't be so um, I wouldn't be so surprised to find out that like it's dentists and, and and orthodontists and shit like that 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 control these candy companies. The way that this country, you know, what I mean, the way that this country works is literally like they they fucking give you the disease and sell you the cure. You know what I mean? And so I I, I firmly believe myself because um, matter of fact the uh, the fucking uh, I can't remember the name of this this like collaborative organization. But it's like all of the companies that, that contribute to the prison industrial complex by outsourcing their um yes. their work there. It starts with an A. I can't remember the name of it. It's called like um I, I can't remember. It's an acronym, but the bottom line is like it's not Alex. It's not Alex. I, I I I really can't remember, man. It's it's definitely an acronym though. Um but it like Walmart is in it, you know what I'm saying? Um it's just mad companies, not to mention matter of fact, when I was locked up. Um, our fucking prison our prison our prison clothes, the tags on all our clothes said Bob Barker. yes. it's the same thing. Yeah. Yo what the fuck is that about? Bob Barker from Price is right like that's, that's him. Right, yeah. yeah, that's yeah, him he's invested in he's that. invested in that shit so he Bob Barker funds all of the clothing for the prison industry. Mind you, I was locked up in Georgia all the way out of Atlanta uh Urema was was somewhere else, but it's fucking Bob Barker. So I mean, it's really that far fetched. Like Willy Wonka is probably a fucking dentist. <laughs> Real shot. I wouldn't be surprised, man. I wouldn't be surprised, you know. And so, um, yeah, that's 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 all I wanted to say, man. It's just, you know, they they literally give us the disease, sell us the cure. Um, the the pharmaceutical industry, um, the way that. Well, if you said it perfectly earlier. The way that they can, you know, pretty much get our, our children addicted to drugs early, and, and this is why I fuck with Doctor Umar so so heavily. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, like, every everything, yeah. And I and I and I read a lot of his book. Um, the uh, something about the conspiracy uh, to destroy black boys. Black boys I think yeah. it is. Yeah, um, I got it up there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, psych, uh, uh, psychoacademic Holocaust, right? And I, I, I obviously didn't read all of it, but um, he he talks about that a lot. How you know the way that they can single out our our boys, you know, diagnose them again with ADHD and you know all these hyperactive disorders and all this type of shit. What do you say ADHD was ain't no daddy at home disorder? You know what I mean? We're we're treating issues that are circumstantial. You know, these are issues that exist because of. Um, You know, because of either, you know, lifestyles or certain, um, you know, certain environmental um, attributes that exist around a person. You know what I'm saying? And rather than changing the conditions of that person's environment, you know, we want to jump straight to a fucking drug. So not only are we uh, uh, creating a, a chemical dependency in children, we're also giving them the mentality that I can solve all my problems with a fucking pill or with a drug. Like Think about what you're telling the child when they say, you know, "Uh, I feel really weird at school. Like everybody looks at me funny and blah, 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 and this and that, whatever it might be. And a lot of these parents are dumbasses. Oh, 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 come on. Come on, John. We're going to take you to the fucking psychiatrist and and see what's wrong with you. Let's find out what's wrong with you. You know what I'm saying? And so the parents are are encouraging that behavior in their child. We're going to go see a white man that can tell us what drug you can take to make you feel better. And then that same behavior is criminalized a few years later. That's like the fucking. That, that's like the police officer that comes out here, right here in my neighborhood. There's there's these two cops that'll come out here and just kind of hang out, laugh with the kids, kick a little beach ball around. You know what I'm saying? Pass them a little snow cone or some shit like that. And literally, you'll see that same cop chasing a nigga through the fucking alley and beating the shit out of him when they catch him at the end. You know what I'm saying? The, the the same the same people that come to your schools, kids, and do the dare program. The same uh, fire truck, you know, and all these little, you know, how they how they you know have these little gimmicks and shit to try to um, harness the support of the community. Um, they literally go from one extreme to the other. You know what I'm saying? It's it's like you you you're literally trusting the same snake that's getting ready to swallow you whole. You know what I mean? And that's. No, go ahead, Ken. Go ahead. I was about to wrap it up. Go, you got it. Mm.
13: Facts Facts (laughs) Right Like a lot of our spiritual gifts They will will have that In that same DSN Oh that's a psychological disorder Right Well how the hell We we, we know we spiritual people We feel the rhythm of things And they don't Mm. So there's no way they don't understand That it's something natural Or normal Because it's not natural or normal to know so, Dr. Sebius, he had used an analogy uh, that was so profound when I heard it. He was like, you know, we all buy into this motion. Oh, we're all the same in colors, only skin deep, right? But he was like, if you feed a panda bear the same thing that you feed a, 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 a grizzly bear, the panda bear will die.
7: Yeah. They're both bears, right? Yep. But they can't eat the same shit, right? We're not the same. Facts. He was
13: saying that to say, like, you can't cure melanated people with the same things that you that cure white people. We mm. might be similar, but we're not the same. You know, we, we, we know we're not the same. You can see the differences. And these these are not just one or two differences. These are like a lot of profile, like in a differences, lot of profile differences. In a way that, a way that physi- physiologically, <laughs> mentally, we, we, we don't we don't we don't show up the same. We don't we we just we're not, right? And if we keep going to their doctors to treat us how are we going to wonder how we keep getting fucked up? Like, I mean, it's just it just doesn't work. It does. It's, it does not work. And we keep finding ourselves in these medical genocides. Right. But it's, it can't be an accident. My grandfather said the first time it's an accident. The second time it's on purpose because, you know, better. You just keep making bad decisions, right? So, how many drugs are going to come out where we end up getting the short end of the stick, and we realize we all fucked up, and then we still go back and get the next drug, and the next one, and the next one, and so it's they they, they making an accident every time, or when at what point do we see that there's a pattern and this is on purpose?
6: Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And that, and that's the thing we always we always give give them, whoever them is, the benefit of the doubt, you know what I'm saying? And that's why shit like this gets talked about for a little while. There's a little bit of hoorah, I and then the shit just, you know what I mean? It just dies because, you know, it's, it's almost like it's even those of us who are able to speak out about it. It's, it's like you talk about it. Um, matter of fact, I'll put it like this, that video that, that Yorema just showed us every last one of them people that can go so hard and blow the whistle and all that type of shit, why isn't there like just a mass movement to criminalize this shit? Why aren't all of these same people, you know what I'm saying, petitioning, you know what I mean, and going to the court and like going hard, you know what I mean? And it's one thing for us to do. I mean, obviously we can scream hands up, don't shoot and stop killing us and uh, you know, mayday, mayday, whatever the fuck, you know, our community don't have a voice, you know, to them, whoever them are. But these motherfuckers that we just finished looking at, these motherfuckers got all type of, uh, uh, masters and doctor degrees and, you know, they're in the field. They're in the medical field. These are doctors themselves. You know what I'm saying? And so we, we, it's, it's always, it's, it's like, I think people get comfortable with the fact that you hear somebody talking about it. You hear somebody blowing the whistle or exposing that shit. People get comfortable with that and then it just dies out. It just, well, we talked about that shit. I mean, I don't know what the fuck going on. That, that shit ain't enough, man. This ain't enough. And somebody said earlier on IG, you know, when I was talking about the, um, the change in the DSM and shit like that, somebody was like, yeah, they paid, they paid for that. So that's something to be, that's something to be noted. Like when it comes, when it comes to all of this shit, whether it be, you know, um, the criminalization of certain, um, certain drugs, you know, the legalization of certain medications, the way that shit like this can go on or, um, You know, even even, you know, changing something that drastic in the DSM, this is all due to lobbying. Like this is all due to 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 funding and people who whose uh, agendas uh, are pushed to the forefront because of their financial backing. You know what I'm saying? So if there is if there is a planned agenda to feminize the men and emasculate the women and all that type of shit. Then you get a whistleblower talking about the atrazine in the water. Only thing that it's only two things that need to happen. They gonna body that motherfucker, like Soul Infinite just said. Killed. They either gonna buy that motherfucker or they gonna or they gonna body that motherfucker. It's gonna be one of the two. You know what I'm saying? And and the patterns just show that that's what it is. It's fucked up. But and then after they body him, they gonna demonize him so that nobody thinks to do the research and find out. You know what the fuck? Man, rest in peace, Doctor Sabi. For real. Shit, rest in peace, Nick, because he was about to carry the torch. Nice. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, and, and, and but but again, like, and that, that goes to that whole um, to the whole um, the uh, the 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 Hoover thing, the whole COINTEL thing. Um, prevent the rise of a black messiah. You know what I'm saying? Like the, like what like the fight right now uh, because of the fact that we are outgunned. We not outnumbered, but we are outgunned. LGBT connected to D- DSM five. Right. Well, LGBT LGBT at some point between nineteen. What was that? What I say? Nineteen ninety five. At some point between nineteen ninety five and I want to say when was the DSM five come out? So at some point within that within that decade, the that LGBTQ uh, uh, the LGBT. Uh, uh, group They must have dropped Some bands man They dropped some Big money in that time period Cause they changed a lot In the DSM it, it, It's not just that It's not just that You know what I'm saying There's a lot of shit In the DSM That that, that was tweaked And changed a lot um, For the sake For the sake of um, You know Appeasing that group and Which is why we are Where we are now You know what I'm saying But um I don't know I lost my train of thought You, you about to say something
2: around? No I was just I, I think
6: uh Uh did uh, the teacher have something to add? Oh, Latisha, Latisha, you want to say something?
11: Oh, no. Peace, God. Um, I was just agreeing with you because a lot of it, like you said, and, and uh, Welts mentioned, it starts with our children, and that's where they yeah. get them first. And I know, unfortunately, I wasn't where I am today to have known better, um, but... You know, I I seek the ancestors' um, protection over my children for my mistakes um, and keep it moving. Um, But either way, they start with our children in the hospital, as Dee mentioned, with the first injections. Um, So that's why it's important to let the doctor know you don't want your child to be injected at all. Like, you have to be up front with them because they'll fucking take your child to the back and they'll just... I'll assume that every, because most every child gets one. That's just the truth. And, uh, there's truth about leaving the placenta connected and the nourishment that comes with that, um, and until it falls off. So there's things that we need to do that to better our, like we said before, finding solutions for our children, because right now that's who we need to be, uh, paying it forward to. So, um, other than that, I wanted to mention that they do get, they get lots of kickbacks. So your doctors aren't to be trusted. You need to get uh, second opinions. If it's something serious, look for alternatives. Um, Alternative as far as herbal remedies, Dr. Sebi's guide. foods to eat, uh, the psychiatrist
7: specifically they're just kind of working as sales agents for the pharmaceutical companies there's i want to do it or to protect from um, the chemtrails
11: so it would be nice when y'all set this up that uh, we can have someone that, that is able to teach that um, but other than that uh, i also wanted to mention that um we have to, to group together and we have to, um, when we, when we do this, we need to, to be on the same page, on the same accord and try to make sure we aren't coming like, I feel like you're coming from a good space with this, uh, brother Eurema and I respect you for that. Uh, even though, you know, a lot of, of times there, there's just going to be those few who are going to go with what they, they see, but they're incentivized by this too we gotta understand that also yeah. Yeah. when you're paying a mother uh, $200 a month some people see that as, as something you know mm. so they're gonna put their child on these mm. these uh, psychotropes and some aren't wise not to do it mm. but they do and now you got another a, a, a one of our brothers who's fallen to the system Because they're taking these psychotropes at a young age. So we do need to to look at gardening and we need to look at hydroponics and indoor gardening and all that because it is going to be up to us to, to do better for our tribe.
2: Wow, that shit was crazy. How that
6: happened? Yeah, they just—I seen was them. Like, no, I was—I was, I was they're blocking they're. them. I was blo- I, I blocked
2: about ten of them, and but then I, I just couldn't. That? See,
6: that was an issue. The other time it was botting there because when I tried IG. to uh, remove them and block them, yeah. they still stayed there. Yeah, that's they what happened. Like, what yeah, they just, yeah, they, yeah they, they
2: they got something going on like
6: it's that. To the back
2: that shit. Uh, peace. Ig. Uh, we'll, yeah, we'll holler at you later. <laughs> See, this <laughs> is the, this is the uh, what 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 would they call it? Uh, uh the uh, bloopers. This is the bloopers when we're supposed to be off screen and we're still on. Yeah, love you all. Uh, Bree around. Uh, let's connect. Uh wealth. Yeah, wealth. That shit was like what I was blocking people and they wasn't going nowhere. I was just like and I blocked about ten people. They just kept coming flooding That's the bopping, room. Yeah. I'm just like they was
6: bots though. So all of them had that new that little new yeah. Thing.
2: yeah. Yeah, they was all bots. So yeah, I'm up here with my new energy. I ain't it, it, I'm up here with new energy and I ain't even
6: got my crystals Yeah, like, yeah, you slipping. Y'all gotta check your ring, he's slipping man. <laughs> but listen, shot with me, y'all. Shot with me. You know, anything anything you see on, on my page, on, on the New Energy page, can be recreated. If you got any ideas of any, yeah, Bot Attack, yeah, Bot Attack, exactly. If y'all got any ideas, any crystals that you have in mind, matter of fact, if you don't know nothing about crystals and you just want a consultation to find out what's best for you, tap in with me at New Energy, N-U-I-N-N-E-R-G. Y'all already know if you don't, I just told you, so tap in, man, tap in. Tap in. I don't mind. I'll do a phone call and let you know. Um, you know how to find out what crystals might be best for your your specific situation. You know, this is my guy right here, man. This is my this is my fucking guy, man. You hear me? Hey, listen. <laughs> hey, listen. We went. <laughs> I'm just having fun, real quick, bro. I know. No. Right, hey, look. Right. 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 Hey, look, man. We caught. We went. Um. We went to uh to this spot called Bus Boys and Poets. Oh, I, I, I hey, I got you, Zo. I got you. I'm about to tell you real quick. Hold on. We went to this spot called Bus Boys and Poets out here, right? Um, oh, much love, much love. If if you if you or anybody you know bought some crystals for me, I love y'all. But listen, I knew before we even left the house that we was gonna find something that somebody was gonna say, Oh, you
8: Karamo.
6: So we <laughs> peace to the hey, a peace sister um it was uh, I think her name was Shannon was her sister yeah Shannon? It was Shannon yeah sister Shannon if yeah. you're still up here much love much love yeah um but yeah that, that's that's what it was and then I was surprised because she looked at me and she was like um She's Bunny's niece on uh, IG yeah Bunny's niece exactly Bunny's niece on IG I don't know if she's still up here or not but much love sister much love but she she was she she was familiar with me as well she was like oh you make the uh, the jewelry I was like yay yeah oh my ig handle it is hey check this out I, I, i'm gonna do this right here so it won't be no mistakes this is my ig handle new energy new energy yeah but so dread um can, you mind if I type the message up here real quick? Um, this, I'm, 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 about to type y'all on my, um, my Instagram. My Instagram is new energy. And y'all could just, uh, you can get it right there. That's it right there, beloved. Um, again, you're not gonna see a lot of stuff on my website to choose from, but, um, but DM me, DM me, cause I'm doing primarily custom orders. Thank you, wealth. Thank you, wealth. Thank all of y'all, man. I love y'all, yo. Hey, but listen. Um, Zo, sock passe. Um, this is what you do to clean your jewelry. You mind? You good? No, you all good. right, all right. So, hey, look real quick. This is what I you do to clean your jewelry. I just want you to know, Zo, dread. Overstand this.
2: I was just with you in Florida, bro. You my brother. But any money gets made, I'm like Frank White. I need a, I need a cut. A dime <laughs> bag gets sold in the park. I'm
6: <laughs> hey, hey, you <laughs> hey you laughing, that's what it is down there, man. You better not sell shit in the park <laughs> right, right. without tapping in with them Zoes first. Right, right. You gotta talk to the Zoes. Um Yeah, uh so hey Zoe, so this is this is how you clean and who anybody else who needs to know. This is how you clean your copper jewelry, okay? What you gonna do is you gonna take all you need to do is take a half a lemon, cut your lemon in half. You're gonna take some salt. I use Himalayan pink salt, okay? You put that on the lemon. Put the salt itself on the lemon, plenty of it. And all you gotta do after that is just rub it on the piece and you're gonna see the copper just shine right in front of your eyes. It don't matter how dark it got, it don't matter. If, if it don't shine all the way up, then just do it multiple times. Just do it like two or three times and, and, and that joint will shine like brand new. Copper copper looks so beautiful when it's new. I like it when it turns, actually. I like darker copper as well, but um that's that's all you do with that. Um and so again, you know, I appreciate y'all just even you know paying attention to it, brother. Um and I'ma just say this one last thing. Um, I, on Clubhouse, have created a club called New Energy. Spelled just like my IG page, okay? If you own Clubhouse, find my club. And yeah, Baking Soda does it too, uh, Lena. Um, There's multiple ways. There's multiple ways of cleaning your copper. That's that's what I do personally. Um, I I found that to be the quickest and easiest, personally. Because lemons and salt, that's something that I keep in the house no matter what. Um, Yeah. But anyway, so uh, those of y'all on Clubhouse, please join my club, New Energy. yeah, no problem, Wealth. No problem at all. Um, yeah, you'll be surprised how well that works. For real, for real. Don't ever think that your copper is just tarnished and it's just too far gone. It, it's never too far gone. That shit can always be always be shined up. Also, um, you can get a cheesecloth um, off Amazon, and you can just use a cheesecloth to clean that joint, too. Um, but yeah, again, um, I've started a club. It's called New Energy, and I, I plan to have some powerful discussions around metaphysics, you know, some spiritual conversation. Um, we already know how, how we go on Yorema's platform. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just, I'm kind of trying to bring a little balance to that. And we're gonna, you know, we're gonna still, we just gonna, what we gonna do is we just gonna port the family over there. We just gonna be, you know, we just gonna be doing our, our balance thing, you know? Cause we going hard, we going hard on Yorema's platform and we calling out all the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And we, and we going warrior mode. And then, you know, on the new energy page, you know, we just gonna we gonna tap into some um, into some esoteric shit, man. You know. So um, yeah, if y'all could just tap in with me on that, actually, I might I might do my first room uh, tomorrow. If you're not gonna lie, no. You know what I'm saying? I probably I probably do my first room tomorrow. Facts, wealth, balance. But um, yeah. Hey, me and your ringo, we out here. We in DC, man. He wasn't playing. He said he was gonna pull up on the god, and he pulled up on the god. Whoever else is in the DMV area, y'all need to tap in with me, man, because I'm out here. I'm out here in the southeast, in the southeast area. Um and uh yeah, Ureen will be here tomorrow, so yeah, tap in, cause y'all can pull up on us. For sure, for sure. My baby.
2: I just want y'all to know <clears throat> the ancestors got us. But in the event Cause see, sometimes, sometimes people will get tested. Sometimes the test, it might be me.
5: <laughs>
2: you see me on the side of the road. Make sure you look out for God. That's all I'm saying. That all. See me on the side of the road because it might be a test. The ancestors might be like, man, this dude out here doing all this work. We gonna test. We gonna test the people that really fuck with him just to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we love you all, Bree. Around, Bree. Around, are you around, Bree? Bree, <laughs> Bree, you around? Yeah, Bree, around. <laughs> yeah. We here, Bree. Reach out, Uh Leticia. You gonna be at, okay, Florida? Yeah, get it, get it while it's good, cause uh, they got some shit coming this winter. Get that sun while mm. we can. Let this, let this earth heat up on them. Don't, don't, don't believe in that climate, that that, that climate, uh, that climate thing that they trying to push. They're lying. they lying. The earth is on our side. Facts. And so was the sun, especially. Facts. Especially. So I'm getting up out of here. Peace, love, and light to the family. Wealth, we'll see you again soon. Uh, National Unity Walk this month. Um, Tulsa, Oklahoma, home of Black Wall Street, we'll be there the 22nd through the 25th. Really looking forward to that event. It's going to be awesome. Tareen, I see you. Empress Letitia, I see you, soul infinite. I see you. Uh, that's right. That's right. Wealth. She has a fever. Let her heal. Let her get. Let her get rid of the virus. <laughs> <laughs> let her get rid of the fucking virus. <laughs> yeah, these parasites. Exactly. Peace, love, and light, family. Have a splendid rest of your evening. Peace. One. Look it up. Thanks for keeping the lights on, D'Ang. Cindy Ashby
3: Productions.
2: On the wake up. Hey, Yorima Karama here with a quick infomercial and I have a question for you. Are you tired of social media outlets that block real content? I mean, are you tired of your favorite internet truth teller getting blocked or put in FedBook jail? Tired of making a comment and the algorithm quickly deems your comment to be offensive and takes it down? I mean, are you tired of making a post and a fact check pops up, making it look like your info isn't accurate, and then it turns out that the fact check is actually the lie? Are you tired of seeing white people get by with racist commentary or posts and they never get blocked, but unapologetically black truth tellers are always having their videos taken down? Tired of having to wait a month or seven days or 14 days for your favorite social media truth-teller to get their page back up because white-owned social media outlet owners take their content down whenever they feel like it? Tired of black people getting on white-owned social media outlets and finding out that the outlet is making billions of dollars but you don't get one red cent of that money? Well, if you're really tired, then you should do as I did and make the switch. Yeah. Come on over to otwtube.com where your content and comments are actually accepted. Also, get the Ureema Karam app where you can stay up to date on real truth that lamestream media intentionally hides from you. Come on over to sites that accept you being unapologetically black. I mean, come on over to sites that love you being free to express yourself. I am Yurima and I approve this message.